What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. That's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we in the building here. You in here with the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, the Bruce Wayne. This is yours truly, Coach Alini, the notorious CIG, better known as the Prosignosticator. Coach Radamus in the building. We back in here for a podcast version of the show. All right. This is going to be a long form content. So don't, so don't tell me to get to the point. All right. We're like, yep, you can't get to the point. This is the podcast. Do you jump on Joe Rogan's show and be like, get to the point? All right. Joe Rogan be running full five, 50, 11 hour streams. And y'all be watching there. All right. Shout out to you, the coach guy. We in the building, man. This is the best morning show. On YouTube, we back, man. We back, we back. What a great weekend. Hopefully, you guys recovered from the what? The holiday weekend. Yes, the podcast is the point. This is the podcast. This is for us to chill. So relax, chill. You know, as we say over here, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. All right. Anyway, man, look, uh, great show today. How to break your blue pill conditioning. You blue pill monkey simps. All right. <laughs> You blue pill monkey simps, all right? Have you find yourself monkey simping lately? lately? All right, the monkey simp industry is kind of uh, going kaputs because people are finding out. We're going to show you that normies are figuring out the ways of the world here, and they're not even giving these attention 304s any attention. All right, we got some brothers that have stepped up, and uh, we really have to hold the line. It is men's job to hold the line. We have the vision. We have the truth behind us. We have the spirit of elijah we walk in the spirit of elijah and the jezebel must be treated as such all right the jezebel spirit shout out to the jezebels i mean the history of the world has showed us that is the weak man the weak king ahabs in the world that succumb to that piping hot piece of peace leave and that's let me tell you something it's a wonderful thing it's a wonderful thing don't get me wrong you're not talking about an incel or a virgin over here that thing is a wonderful thing but we don't succumb to that sweet sugary walls we don't Succumb to that, to that, to that, to that moist, damp, airness, or right, whatever we doing over here. Hold the line around here. So we got a great show today. Let me scroll the topics down below. There you see the topics. We got a straggle and sniggle theater. Straggle and sniggle theater. It's going to be uh, community. going to take an L today. Mm. Let me just put up uh, and warn the Negro community that, uh, yes, we have several stories that are going to get your panties in a bunch. All right, them cotton ass panties about to be in a bunch. All right, them granny panties, them Kmart Target ass panties about to be in a bunch. All right, so so are your tidy whities. All right, I got two or three stories that are not going to shed light on the community, but I'll be respectful. All right, because my mama's black <laughs> to my black mama. All right, uh, what do we got there? So we got a couple um couple of good shows right there. We're gonna get it down and in deep into the how to break your blue pill conditioning. Anyway, anyway, to continue. To support this show, we really appreciate you. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. That's the green dollar sign. All right. Uh, the blue one there says Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is linked to the top of the free agent lifestyle um, um, live chat. And then also, if you want to support via super chat, new, 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 new world order, you can do so on the notorious. CGA channel. All right, we're dropping content. I'm geared up for 2023. I hope my motivation and my inspiration inspires you 
because what I want to do is get men directed to a different path. And that path is going to be outside of the matrix. It's going to be outside of the matrix. Although we will acknowledge that many men who are wealthy, the majority of them are married. That's kind of changing. Most of them are married multiple times. So you can't lean on the fact that successful men are married. All right. You'd be like successful men are married. Yes. Most of them multiple times. <laughs> Let's go ahead and give them the buzzer. All right. So if you guys want to lean on that fact, we're going to lean on that fact. But times are changing, man. 52% of women are going to be single and childless by 2023, 2030. I mean, 2030, the black community net worth zero. And you don't see this coming. You don't see this coming. Uh, you don't see the wave of Latinos that are coming across the border from all areas of the Latin areas, Central America, the Caribbeans. All right. They're coming in and they're dude. There was a great video. This is me when I get on my soapbox for a minute. A great video of a guy from Cuba who immigrated here and he's working for UPS and he gets his first paycheck. He gets his first paycheck from UPS. Now, I don't know if you know anything about Cuba. Cuba is formerly, I mean, Cuba, Cuba, communist regime. Essentially, they would take everything and spread it amongst all people. So all people had fairness, which I don't believe in. Life ain't fair. Okay, life ain't fair. I'm not going to work hard for you, Normie, and Ham and Eggers. All right. And so what happened was he got his first paycheck and his, and his girlfriend or wife, I don't know who it was, was recording him. And he looked at how much he made and the look, the look on his face. As the amount of money that he worked for it, that he got to keep for himself, even though he was probably taxed, he was like, he was very appreciative of it. And he said back in Cuba, they would just take it all. They would take it all and they would spread it amongst the normies, the ham and eggers and the mouth breathers and the oxygen thieves. And he was like, this is a wonderful country. With that being said, this is a wonderful country. You do have the opportunities. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But you do have the opportunities to do something that in most countries you cannot do at all. With that being said, the wave of those immigrants coming across, they're going to bring their ads. You don't think the word's getting out? You don't think the word's getting out? They're telling them, people, man, come over here. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden's leaving the borders open. I've done some dumb things. Now I'll do dumb things again. And the, the, the main point of it is the entitlement culture. The entitlement culture. Men and women, it's what's going to collapse old america and rebuild new america yes indeed new, new, you heard it here first you heard it here first i've been preaching this for years and this is where the statistics are telling us where we're headed this is why they're going to tell you most women are going to be single and childless under the age of 35 the black community gonna be done no net worth all right because the entitlement see a person can come across the border and be absolutely happy that they're a slave <laughs> but as being a slave, they are a digital servant and they're happy for being here. But there's a lot of people that think they should be millionaires doing absolutely nothing. Culture Domus is in the building, man. The entitlement culture. You think you're entitled to a sexy wife. Women are think they're entitled to a rich man doing absolutely nothing, shaped like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Then they think they're entitled to be millionaires and earn their own money, keep their own money, and then divorce the uh, monkey simp. Uh, you know, bodybuilder that they're married to, dude. This entitlement culture is going to runneth the United States off the mapeth. All right, it is because you got two million people per year coming across the border, eleven million undocumented citizens. You got the Democrat Party wanted to give them pardons. All right, pardons, and they're giving them resources, and you're sitting back watching it, complaining. Yo, you better go to get a piece of this pie. Built like refrigerator Perry, and they are like, uh, black men were there. And 
I'm going to tell you, man, we're headed to a new place. And if you didn't see my video on the Notorious CGA channel, I'd be dropping short gems. Yes, I drop short videos over there. All right. I said, this is your time to evolve. You better make your escape now and make your escape now because we going to a new place. And if you don't get on board now and you're stuck in your blue pill conditioning, your ass is you're going to get what you've always got. All right. That's what you're going to get. Same results. You know, you're you're expecting the different result by by doing up, waking up, doing the same thing. You better wake your ass up in the building. Wake your punk ass up. I'm going to have to get that one out the, uh, the thing here. Anyway, let's get to the earlier contributions to today's show. Am I signed in everywhere? Let's get to it. Classy Beat says happy money day. Money. Yes, indeed. He, he says uh, somebody says. uh. He says, what do you really know? Building the Fortress of Solitude. Do it now. Yeah, man. Do it now. Happy Money Day. I got money. From Classy Beats to the coach and the coach gang. Get your money up and never lose leverage. Never lose leverage. Leverage and options. Just wait, man. 2023. Y'all going to see what's up, man. Leverage and options. That is everything. My mother even told me she wanted to show me options. When I have my kids, I was like, I'm just going to show you options. You can find your own path. You don't have to live the life that I tell you to live, but I'm going to show you multiple ways. Then you can pick. But most of the people don't show people options. Okay, that's what life is about. Be real mahogany. The difference between you and that degree is she earned it, quote, earned it while you think you earned it. Stay woke. <laughs> that degree she got to earn it in here shout out to simon small for the coffee yes we tired in here shout out to trey zoe he says guy friend over the weekend asked who hurt me when i was speaking facts so i'll find he says said i'll find the one stop being negative thank you coach i got money i got money we're gonna talk about that in this blue bill conditioning because uh this is gonna be a long 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 explanation of it and some people it's review, but I really am disappointed in the fact that men are not on a mission. You're not on a mission for any goddamn thing. Are you guys sitting around waiting to find the one? I can't believe how many pansy ass men are out here, bro. Listen, I was a young man before, even though I got married, it never was about a mission. I'll find the one. I'll find the one that'll ring out my dirty draws. The one that what? Like, what are you searching for? You goofy ass. And I'll be in love every day. And we'll come closer and closer. You some bitches, man. I'm telling you. I'm like, what are you looking for in life? Like, what do you actually want? Is that what you're going to live your life by? I tell you, man. <laughs> your life is all about the pursuit of a love from woman, which is very, very much fickle. People keep proving me no love can last. <laughs> love, love lasts. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've been in love for 14 years with the same part. Okay, were you in love with anyone else prior to that? No? I'm, that's my question. Love can last. All right, were you in love with anyone else prior to that woman? With that being said, I know your monkey ass going to tap dance around it. You're going to be like, no, this is the only love I've ever had. You goofy. Stop, stop playing with me. I, I hate when people play with me. You obviously were in love. Probably you're probably in love before this. It's okay. You know, you're going to lose the point by admitting that you were, you were in love prior, but you've been in love before and it didn't work. Okay. And you finally, because you have D 
dating fatigue and you're a coward, you tucked in. <laughs> you just tucked in. That's all you did. You just tucked in. You were like, all right, I'll just tuck in right here. I'll make it work. You'd be like, I'll make it last. Make it last forever. Putting up with all kind of bullshit. Don't tell me you're not. You just tucked in. Coward. <laughs> That's all. But it's okay. You can tuck in. And then I'm going to ask you, what else do you have to show about your life? All right, what else do you have to show? You got nothing else. <laughs> Still broke. <laughs> Still broke ninjas. You know what I mean? Look, I'm about building a kingdom. I'm imperialistic. Yes, I'm a conqueror. I have a course called Conquer. These are all words that live in the top of my brain. Love is way back here. You know what I mean? I could get that. Like, that's easy as hell. <laughs> relationship i'll just walk outside right now i'll call a couple of old broads that i know 42 44 i could get in a relationship just like that you know what baby you were the one the entire time i'm glad you stuck around stuck around in my life you know what it's time for your ass to move in baby it's you baby i'm yours if you want me baby i'm yours if you need me Loving you forever, if you want me. Give me your love, baby, I'm yours. Man, you know how many straggle daggles I'll have at my door? You know how many old soggy titty ass women I would have at my door? They'd be at my door, finally. <laughs> They'd be in there, man. They'd be in there, finally, you're looking for love. You're ready to be a power couple. I'm strong and independent. I have a job. I'm a hairdresser. I have three kids. Can they move in too? Yes, I want to be kids. I want to be a stepdaddy to your snotty nose ass kids. Bring them uh, nappy head ass kids in here. Have a room. You have a room. You have a room. Hey, forget my kids room. You have my kids rooms. Get your asses in here. All right, let's go back into your budget. Let me see your bills. All right, God damn you in debt. All right, I'll cover all of that. Don't worry. <laughs> What the fuck? Yo, baby daddy's knocking at my door. Hi. Hi, you goofy ass ninja. You took my you took over my kids fighting me. Baby daddy's ready to shoot me up. Put three, four bullet holes all in my car neatly like Tupac's door or Biggie. I want all that. I want all that. Let me bring in all your bags. Bring in all your bullshit right here. Come on. Bring in all your toxic femininity. I want all that. I'm ready for that shit. Forget conquering the world. Forget being a personality. Forget being on my grind. Forget hustling. Forget building a legacy. Forget donating. Forget philanthropy. Forget that shit. Forget all that shit. Forget that. Forget, forget it. Forget it. Forget 30 acres in the uh, middle of Colorado. Forget all of that. <laughs> I want love from a used up leftover woman. Please give me that shit. Hey, where, where are we at, man? I, that's what I want. I can't wait. I can't wait. Man, that's what I've been looking for all of my life. That's because that's what matters. Forget that shit. For, forget, forget doing a podcast tonight. Let's let's wake up in each other's arms. Forget your gang banging ass stepson. You know, forget all that shit. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now that I went off on a. Let's get back to these super chats. <laughs> Henry Brazilian says, I monkey simp 10 years ago, paying for it now. S-Y-S-B-M. And uh, guys, I always tell you, every man pays 
you just pay on the front end or the back end. You choose. You choose. And uh, my man's paying for it dearly. Teddy KGB, have a strong week, men. Have a strong week, gentlemen. Time to do the work. The weekends are for the gorditas and the guns. Is it Tuesday? Shout out to you, Michael Merriweather, coach. The U.S. is sending the Haitians back, though. Yes, they are. And they're Latinos. The only Latinos that cannot come across are the Haitians. They're like, we don't need no more black folk here. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into that. We can get into that another day, but this is true. And if you didn't know, Haitians were Latino. They're from the island of Hispaniola. All right, that's their, That's what they say. Don't, don't, don't at me. Don't at me. Why are they sending the Haitians back? Well, the Haitians did fight for their freedom. They was like, yeah, y'all got a little bit of fighting, y'all. Y'all got a little bit of Nat Turner in your DNA. You not for here. Shout out to Daniel McGee. Shout out to CGA. Thank you for giving me all this wisdom and understanding. Leverage and options and the ability to walk away is the only way. Every time I see a BBW, I keep hearing that elephant sound. <laughs> all right. Jeff, the producer. Coach, salute. Rational rationality. We live in the Disney. We live in Disneyland in the United States. Lazy cattle. CGA full life in the building. We got a lot of lazy people here. Had a chick over this weekend, and um, she saw full hand. She saw close up, close and personal how I am, and how I am is I like to. I can't sit still. All right, the only time I'm really sitting still is through this, and you see my energy be like. All right, so she was on the couch chilling, and I'm up and down. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not just sitting there for like a, two hours, an hour, right? I'll sit there for a couple of minutes, and I'll be back up doing something. Come back down, back up. So she was like, damn. She was like, you don't never sit down. You don't never, you can't just sit here. And I was like, dude, I be, I got too much shit going on in my mind. I'm always like, I got to do this. I got to. All right, I'm never just going to be able to just sit there and chill and watch a movie and sit up there and let her, you know, go through several positions. I'm on her lap. I'm on a titty. I'm holding the titty. She got her face in my lap. You know what I mean? She got her feet up. We just chilling. I can't do that shit. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm always got something to do, a mission to accomplish, something to complete, something to check off, even at the tail end of the night. And if here's the here's the crazy part. If I do sit down, I will fall asleep. I'm going to fall asleep. So if you want me to sit down, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down after 15 minutes. You probably going to see me. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep. It's just what it's just how I am. Somebody be like ADHD. I'm not a dude that's just going to sit there. All right. By the time I start sitting there, I'm going to sleep. Yep, it's crazy. Anyway, I be trying to get something done. I'm always trying to get something done. We got two more, then I go to PayPal. Henry Resilient, she hid some money. Divorce settlement now maxed. He says 125K down from 150K. So she hid some money. I'm not 125K liquid. So I will be doing some shuffling tomorrow. Sick as F. Is there a possibility that you can get on the payment plan? Are they going to make you fork over 125K liquid? Who's who's 125K liquid? How are you going to write a 125K check? I mean, most millionaires aren't liquid 125K. So I'm really concerned as to why they're telling you to write this check. Who got 125K? It's crazy. 
All right, shout out to M. Ray. He says, shout out to Coach Gang from Germany. I've been listening to you for two years. You helped me tremendously in my relationship. Shout out to the Mr. Afterpill in the building. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the Mr. Afterpill gangs out here. This is the Afterpill. All right. Yeah, this is this is bigger than the red pill. We going to the after pill. Let me check on PayPal and shout out to you brothers here. All right. Somebody got a. He says my wife dipped in the bank, closed it. Divorce is a dirty game. And I always tell guys you could do one or two things. You could give her what she wants or you could play dirty. <laughs> right? Uh, fight like mad. All right. I was playing dirty. Dirty. All right. Because I petty like that. And the more dirty I got, the more shame I got. Well, why don't you just look? Mm -mm. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Shout out to, we're going to call you RFR. What's up, coach? I want some love. And this brother dropped the bag. He said, showing some love. Been watching from Costa Rica. Just got back to the States. Going to schedule another coaching call. as soon to follow up on our last one. Hope you had a great holiday. My man is money and he's in Costa Rica. Lord have mercy. Just something about them Latinos. That Latinas. Something about them, not the Latinos. I don't mess with them. All right. The Latinas, though. Something about them, man. Anyway, if I ever want to have babies, it's probably going to be with a Latina. And the reason why is I'm guaranteed to knock her up. It's almost a damn guarantee. <laughs> I don't even have to fornicate with her. She's going to get pregnant. <laughs> like she's going to get pregnant. Like, you don't have to go through the whole in vitro fertilization. You don't have to battle off 10 years of them hopping themselves off on birth control. You don't have to deal with the regular periods and cycles. You don't have to deal with, oh, I got to go to work and the kid's going to be in daycare. You guaranteed to knock the woman up. You just go south of the border and go like this. You have 15 babies. 15. You have a whole village. You just breathe on them. You just come out there. Hi, I am CGA the Conqueror. Let all the young girls line up right now. We're going to have at least a king here. One king. And then 15 babies. You'd be like. Like, slow down. What's wrong with your reproductive system? Jesus. This is fatal. Now I'm struggling. <laughs> I can't even give them barbecue in there. They don't even want the barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Now I got 15 Latinas. I'm like, damn, slow down. I didn't realize all of you would be pregnant at the same time. That's <laughs> crazy. CGA village in the middle of somewhere in Mexico. Going crazy. Anyway. Shout out to Moose Hefner. He says CGA the great. That Easter bunny compared to the love analogy was classic. You got to clip that segment. I bet it would go viral. He says, OG compares love to the Easter bunny. <laughs> oh, man, that was crazy. That was crazy, man. Yes, I, I take your Easter bunny away. Oh, they be mad. All right, y'all mad for me for, for a little bit. And then I'll say, where are you at? Where are you at? Shout out to Neil Armstrong. Rent is due. Oh, Lord, how close? Your rent's due, my Three days. Y'all got three days to gather your rent. He says, rent is due. He says, it was a great Black Friday, Cyber Monday for content creators. Companies are spending less on Facebook ads due to the recession. And they're looking for content creators for advertisement. So I got a little cash in my pocket. Yes, indeed. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Shout out to the coach gang worldwide. We worldwide in the building. Okay, let's get to the first one. We'll come back. We'll come back. Trust me. Thank you for the contributions, man. Rent be due. If you ever wanted to be a content creator, 
by the way, coaching program, I know I've been I've been advertising it for like five months, but I had a little thing I had to get through. But um, advertise we getting started in December, December. You better get that. You better get on the email list. And we gonna have a lot of haters. They're going to come in and say he's charging this and that. Yes, I am. We're looking for a few good men. This is not for everyone. This is for the few, the proud out here. And it's going to be an opportunity for you to get further information, and especially if you do want to be a content creator, we'll have an arm for that for people who want to get into this one because a lot of people do want to become a content creator and you don't know the ins and outs and the ins and outs and the outs and ends about how lucrative the content creation business can be. And you can be a moron like me and be in it. You know, if you're a woman and you want me to get in there, women, don't be lazy. I hate lazy people, man. Don't be lazy. If you're lazy and you're just going to sit there like a bump on a log, you're going to sit there like you're going to sit there like crazy. All right. And don't come over here with no lack of hustle. You got to be aggressive in this one. There's money out here to be made. CGA University. Oh, we haven't even started grifting yet. We haven't even started grifting yet. All right. Here we go. Uh, first story, straggle and sniggle theater. Where is it at? Let's give me, let me get the clip going. All right. How do you do it? You know, that was some very prestigious music. You got to have your pinky out. Hold on for a second. You got to have your pinky out. All right. You got to have your pinky out. All right. That was some very dignified music there. Bougie as hell. Very Britain. Uppity blue blood stuff. All right. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got two episodes from Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Uh, the community about to take a couple L's. Uh, We're going to go to the African community to start off. Here's a woman. Um, this is a young lady. We'll play the video. I think there's music in it, so I have to be careful. But uh, here we go right here. Let's go ahead and play it. Yeah, there's a little bit of music. What should they do? What should they do? Nothing. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord, get that broom on that little straggle. Get that broom on that straggle. Mama don't take no mess. Mama don't take no mess. She's like, this, this girl didn't even brush her hair to get on there to shake her ass. Her nasty ass. Guys, do you guys know, man, we talked about this. Look at that girl, B. Simone. She don't even get in the shower and wipe the crumbs out of her booty. And they out there got the nerve to shake that stinking thing right in front of y'all face. And they don't care because y'all simps. All right, it's crazy, man. They don't be washing up like you think they'd be washing up. All right. Uh, but anyway, here she is, probably a minor. I don't know. Probably. I, I can't really tell. She still live with her mammy, so I don't know. But here she is trying to shake that nasty thing. And and uh, mama said, oh, hell no. You ain't going to go to that. Now, American moms would have jumped in the video with her. American moms would have jumped in the video and shook her thing in there. But that Nigerian African mama was like, uh, we ain't going to have that around here. Let's go ahead and play it again. Hold on. I got to turn the volume down. Ugh, why do why do American women do this? Why do women do this? We lick their tongue out like this. These, these people are disgusting. Damn, this is going to give me a copyright. All right, here we go. Oh, and she was about to put her hand up on them hips. When I dip, you dip, we dip. Look at the mom. She about to put her hand in the middle of that stank box and rub it out. Look at my <laughs> mama said, and you know mama got one husband and five sister wives. 
She got her ashy feet out. She about to come out here and lay this girl, lay it to smack it down on her, right? But anyway, this woman don't have, this young girl fat already. She don't got no business to put Nathan out there. But anyway. Nothing. Nothing. Look at mama like, hey, is that a vi Are you recording? <laughs> get her. Get her. Get her. Yeah, get that broom. Hey, man, take it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not. Nah, not it's staged. Not that it's the skit guys in here. It, are the skit guys in here? Are the skit? Hold on for a second. Let's give the skit guy some attention real quick. Hold on for a second. I got to give the skit guys some attention. <laughs> Not the skit guys in here. It's stage. It's a skit. <laughs> Not the skit guys. It's a skit. So no relevance. No relevance at all. Just throw it away. Oh, it's just for fun. It's just a stage skit. It means nothing. It means nothing. All right, we can't do any interpretation. We can't do... See, this is the problem with people in America. You're so easily entertained. All right? You're Mickey Mouse people. You're so easily entertained. Oh, it's just for entertainment and don't realize how much entertainment has a hold on you when we get to the ways to break your blue pill conditioning. That's one of them. See, entertainment is used to actually influence and propagandize you. Influ uh, and entertainment is used to create conversations. Just because somebody created it, just because it might be staged, does not mean it is not real. Does not mean that people aren't dealing with these real situations. See, this is what we have to interpret here. But we got to understand that. And it might not even be staged at that. And this is where our culture is gone. We actually see things and we don't believe them when they're actually real. That's why you get stuck. Anyway, let's get to the next one since it's staged. <laughs> since it's staged and it's a skit, Coke. All right, let's get to the next one here. Here's um straggling sniggle theater. For some reason, it's not popping up. Okay, here's another skit for you. This is also, also, this is why we call it straggle and sniggle theater. I don't know if you guys knew that. It's because we said a lot of these things could be staged and it's staged for the straggle and the sniggle. It oftentimes um, showed you a part of the relationship that then creates a further conversation, right? And the co further conversation is often people dealing with it real. This is why we call it straggle and sniggle theater, right? That was the original name because it's theater for the straggle and sniggle. All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay, um, so it could be real or a skit on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, so let's go up here. Let's go ahead and this is allegedly a woman on Thanksgiving Day who found out that her husband has another wife and another child. So for some reason, she followed her husband. I don't know how she got there, but now she's going to show that she has um, she's sharing that man, which ladies, if he's a successful man, you're sharing him. Let's continue. Okay. She walking up the carport, 5011 cars blocking the driveway. The people over here, it's Thanksgiving. Come on, baby. This is Houston, Texas. Got to be. Bars on the window. Look at this damn door. All right. Anyway. This is 
Hey, this is my rule, man. Yo, if my door looks like that, I'm in the wrong neighborhood. Continuing. <laughs> so, all right, you got some straggles here uh, putting together a compilation of I'm his wife. No, these are my wife and whatnot. She did look him up and down. She looked her up and down like, who the hell are you? I love that. She looked her up and down. I, I don't know if you know, but these facial expressions or whatnot go back centuries. The body language and facial expressions, the muscle, the face has um up to upwards to 100 muscles in them. And the black woman has definitely created a bunch of facial expressions that you can interpret the message from. And this is stemmed from not just 50 years. Your great grandmammy used to do this as well. And that's one of the famous ones. Look your ass up and down. They start they start by looking downward at you. That's a that's that's definitely putting you down and then looking you down from up. You see that 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 right there is worth a thousand words. All right, let's continue. All right, so I don't see any men. I don't see any men in this particular uh, moment here. There's two straggles, young straggles in the back. There's three straggles up here. She got her earpiece in, and there's a straggle at the door with a baby straggle. All right, not any men. no sniggles around. There's not one sniggle in here. Let's go ahead and continue. Wait a minute. He, he, yes. Again? Again? your daughter's right here. There's and a this is Look at where all the there ain't one sniggle in here. What's <laughs> sniggle? Where's all the where's all the ninjas at? Oh, there's a sniggle. Oh, he put he poked his head in. And that is my my husband. Donovan, come come outside. Come outside, Donovan. Donovan. Come outside, Donovan. I saw Donovan. Don't play with me. I, I, see him I see him hiding behind the door. He hiding behind the door. So, um, this is my, my husband. Um, is here, so I don't know. <laughs> so daughter. So I have to tell you. This got to be some horrible acting. Good lord. All right, let's continue. Look at all the straggle. Look at all the straggles. Future, future baby mama terrorists. Who thought this was a good idea? Donovan, come get your daughter. Hold on. 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 Hold
There's a young sniggle in the background in his pajamas. Boy, you young men got it bad. If if during Thanksgiving, all of these straggles got together, was like, you know what? We're going to do a skit about a man in a polygynous relationship. And we're going to involve the kids. We're going to put their kids out here. This is what this is what y'all baby mama terrorists be up to. Like, why would you do this? I get it. You guys trying to pop off on social media and you're using straggle and sniggle. Typical, uh, typical stories and themes. And then you trying to go elevated. This is why this is why the world is the way it is. Yeah. Y'all better not ever call me no Uncle Tom. <laughs> Y'all better not ever. This is this is the production in the community. The Negro community definitely frowns upon your shenanigans today. Look at this. Man, we once were great people. We once built up great cities in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma and South Central Los Angeles, in Harlem. We once built up great communities, and now we've We've, we've tailored ourselves down to straggle and sniggle type activity. Mm. Oh, man, I'm trying to help y'all by help, telling y'all to get the hell out. All right, let's get to these contributions, man. That was a, that was a sad production. Anyway, what do y'all got to say about that? Don't y'all want to help y'all? Yeah, we built up Rosewood. Great, great places. And now oh, they destroyed it. All right, no, no, no. You, I can see who destroyed it. And it wouldn't be them. It was very simple here. Mm. All right, take that L. All right, Cash App activity in the building. All right, we got, uh, hold up. All right, hold on for a second. We got, uh, shoot. What do we got here? We got uh, BK is in the building. He says, guts push out my new kids. I don't know what that is, all right? I can't tell. Somebody got canceled. All right, shout out to you. Uh, let's see here. Preston says Michael uh, MJ shoes, Michael Jordan shoes equals same shoes. McDonald's equals same burgers. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but eating is quite different. But uh, shout out to brothers getting they MJs on. Shout, shout, shout out to XL Pro Services. Thank you for the contribution on the cash app. Who is this? PI Double is in the building. Coach, do you prefer P for P or FWB? Um, again, I don't prefer, I don't, well, I have a preference, but I've had all type of relationships. Friends with benefits, Oftentimes, oftentimes, listen, not all the time. You can get out of a friends with benefits. It's a simple, simply, it's simply a temporary relationship. That's all it is. You basically aren't putting that person, you're not giving them a title. But ultimately, one person is going to catch feelings. There's going to be some, um, there's, oftentimes it's men, by the way. Oftentimes it's men. We think women are the ones catching feelings. But in this culture, it is women 
that are holding the line, meaning they'll have multiple partners. And it's the men that gets offended. Like you wanted to be your whore only. And then, but you're not committing to her. And then you find out she going out, she getting piped down and you don't have the ability to say, okay, go get piped down. Like for me, I'd be like, oh, you don't belong to me. So go get it. Or a woman will say, I'm going to go out since you, since we've been together for six months, friends with benefits, I'm going to go get somebody that's going to commit to me. Oftentimes the man gets offended or the woman uses that as a leverage. And then it gets, it's complicated, right? That's the whole thing gets complicated. So friends with benefits for me is oftentimes, oftentimes uh, situations, you'll get her knocked up. You'll get her knocked up. Or she'll stalk you and ask you questions as if you belong to each other. And to me, it's a juggling act that I see going left at some particular point, unless she knows and understands what time it is. So I don't think you have as much leverage after six weeks. Six weeks. I give it six weeks. My rule about friends with benefits is six weeks. If you go past six weeks, whatever happens in that relationship is your fault. If it goes, um, if it's under six weeks and she catches feelings, get attached, and she wants to change the direction of the relationship, it's her fault. She should have known what time it is. She should have known what time it is. But um, some people do get offended. Some people don't. Like some people do handle friends with benefits situations. Some people don't. Right. And I believe that if I have a friends with benefits, she could she's open to date and do whatever she wants to do because I I'm making no commitment to her. But it's a juggling act that a lot of people can't handle men and women, men and women. So I rather just sever the relationship. I rather just sever the relationship like friends with benefits to let you hit Roski. Oops, I got pregnant. Oops. Or I caught a STI. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, and they also and they also will want to move in. Friends with benefits also they they're they're a time suck. So you're friends with benefits. The first six weeks, you guys are all up under each other like you're a couple. You're all like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, y'all doing your own shit. They come back together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they put all kind of heaping expectations on. Ah, uh, nah, don't come see me this Tuesday. Why? I come see you every Tuesday. Why? Why? Who you doing? Why you dating? Who you? No, nah, man. Forget all that shit. Forget all that shit, man. Look, it can work. Most of the time it can work. Most there's uh, times that it doesn't. So I, I don't forget that friends with benefit shit for the most part, for the most part. Yeah. What are we? Cause what you're going to do is it's <laughs> staged. What you're going to last point on the friends. with benefit. What you're going to do. And this is where men mess up is you put that pipe on your friends with benefits. That's why she stays with the friends with benefits because you be putting your knee in it. You be put, this is a guy, mistake guys make, and I understand because it feels good. She letting you hit it, Roski, no condom, several rounds, she nasty on you. And you just, uh, you grabbing her shoulders like this, you just, uh, pow, you just, uh, you digging her out. Shout out to Steph, it's cold. You digging her out. As they would call it, balls deep. You all up in there pressing on things that she ain't never had pressed on. So that's why she agreed to fit friends with benefits because you digging it. You digging her. And guess what? When you digging a girl out like that, I don't care what skeezer it is, she gonna get hooked on it. Now, if you do that for six weeks and you dig her out, you, you you get what you deserve. If she throw a brick in your window, you deserve it. If she gets pregnant on you, you deserve it. If you catch an STI, you deserve it. If you want to get married and start looking for wedding dresses, 
You deserved it. You deserve anything you get. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I say be careful digging girls out. If you got that big magic stick pause, if you got the magic stick and you think you're just going to have friends with benefits all across town, no, the girl going to want to get dug out every night. Every night. And you can, you can ride that shit out for six months, a year, two years, three years. You can ride it out. But guess what? That receipt going to come. She going to come with that receipt one of these days. One of these days, she going to act up on you. One of these days. Oh, shit, my period late. Oh, damn. She letting you bust up in there. She letting it swim. This is what friends and benefits do with you. This is, this is just game right here. This is what friends and benefits do do you right here. This is what right here. This is what they do. All of a sudden, they just letting it swim. They, Daddy, daddy, go ahead and let it roar. And then they letting you, all the, all the seeds swimming in her guts. And all, oh, I don't know how I got pregnant. She'll invite your ass over when she is at peak ovulation. Aren't you coming over tonight? Friends with benefits, a woman says, a woman says, our babies will look beautiful. If your woman, your friends with benefits, says our babies probably will look cute, this is what you would do. Get the hell out of there. That's the end of it. Because she's going to get knocked the fuck up. And she's going to convince your dumb ass. She's going to be like, why don't you come over and we can practice making babies? I mean, I really don't want it. I just don't have time for kids. I really don't want to. My job is going well. But, uh, you know, our babies would be beautiful. Why don't you just leave it in? I'm at peak ovulation. Why don't you just come over and just roar up all in these guts? And let's just see. You know, I don't want it or anything like that. I just can't handle something like that at this time. But let's just see. And you just roar and roar and roar. You just. Guess what? Guess what? If she gets. This is what she's going to do. Oh, you can go home now. You walk out the door after you done relieved yourself. She going to be sitting just like this the entire night. Feet all up on the wall. You don't know this, guys. This is what she's doing. Feet up all up on the wall. <laughs> and now guess what? Game over. You got, oh, this is what, <laughs> yes, you, you got Dylan. All right, you got Dylan. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. See, guys who play uh, Friends with Benefits, you're playing with fire. You guys think you're winning, but the loss could be... If you lose, if you roll the dice with Friends with Benefits, you roll the dice, and you lose and you crap out, it's a horrible crap out. Now, if you got a situation where you got a, a junior college chick and she comes over for an hour or two and you sever the relationship, you say, all right, here you go. I'm going to send you something. She don't want to get pregnant. She ain't trying to get pregnant. She got to keep that body in order. <laughs> That's what she uses. All right. Shout out to Mr. Forbes is in the, in the building. Detective Forbes. He says, paying dues, hashtag the blue chip mindset, free agent for life. All right. We got Venmo love in the building. Let's get over to Venmo. Yep. And then you duking it out in family court. We don't want we don't want brothers to do that again. I'm not trying to have take the fun out of it. Right. I'm not trying to take the fun out of it, but that's what you're rolling the dice against. Not many dudes that got friends with it. He says your pullout game has to be on 10. Yes, you got to be you got your pullout game has to be. 
perfect or you got to wrap it up. But most people that are friends with benefits, I can guarantee you probably 70, 80 percent. No Jimmy hat, no condoms and no birth control. All right, where we go. Somebody said <laughs> faith is in the building. He says, hey, coach hat. He says, hoping you had a great weekend, a grand one. Shout out to you. Crazy that I just realized the woman on your intro that speaks about not going through the mud and not dealing with the man with potential is now married to a very well-known real estate guru named Max uh, Max Maxwell. Read comments, Max Maxwell. Somebody did tell me about her getting married. And guess what? It's a black male. It's a brother. As we know, brothers kill another. Y'all brothers, man, I'm going to tell y'all. Y'all brothers are funny as hell. Yeah, he married the potential woman, Max Maxwell. By the way, real estate people, Real estate people about to take a L. She's going to divorce his ass. Right? She's going to divorce his ass. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Let's get some more people in this stream. Uh, let's get Belly Deli before we get back to the show. Let's get Belly Deli real quick. This is a reminder that y'all got to hit that like button in here. We got like 16 million people in here, but we need about maybe 2 million more. So let's go ahead and roll your favorite girl here. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all... Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, I'm looking for about 150 likes in the building. Uh, there's your girl right there. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man, look. I bet you she got a lot of friends with benefits. All right, a lot of friends with benefits. People just come over to clap them cheeks out. All right, as soon as they bust, oh, the humanity. they be out the dough. Don't lie to me around here. Henry Brazilian, he says, I will have to cash out investment accounts and or transfer accounts to her. I may be able to pay her in retirement savings. It's on how she wants it. Oh, she gets to decide. If I cash out accounts, it's bad because the market is down. Good. My man going through it. Hey, stay strong, Henry. Stay strong, brother. There's a lot of life left. There's a lot of time on the clock. You listen, we all pick a bad one and we all get screwed and finesse. Do not fall for the love game again. Uh, this is the people who don't want to talk about address this part of uh, relationships. This is the bad part. I addressed the bad part of relationships and I looked at them thoroughly. Are there good relationships? Yes, there are good relationships for now, right now. It's a matter of time that anything flips. So it's just a matter of time. Listen, the the Raiders were losing to the Seahawks and then they were winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how relationships work. Marriage causes divorce. Shout out to the coach gang and Henry Resilient putting guys on game. They don't want you to know this game. They don't want you to know this information. They want y'all suckers out here running up the straggle daggles, all right, and, and trying to pimp them out. Speaking of, let's get to that part. This is story number three, but I'm just going to skip it and segue into story number th uh, three. And this is about how strong men are getting out here. They're holding the line. They're realizing the fool's gold out here. They're realizing the fool's goal that is women, all right? Women are women are different than they used to be. And if you're an old head, you don't realize this. No, man, ain't nothing changed out here. All they are, oh, okay. All right, let's go ahead and show you what these, uh, 
not all, but these straggle daggles are doing out here. Here's a here's a scab pilling attention seeking skeezer. All right, because they can go up and sexually harass men in public now. So this is a busted Pillsbury biscuit can, Chica. And uh, she says, okay, I got a little bit of booty. I'm I'm about to be a gordita in three years, but I'm going to shake what my mama gave me because I can get online and get some attention. So here she is. I know somebody's going to say it's stage. Here it is right here. She's going to walk up and sexually harass this male. Now, gang dudes are like, she choosing. These are choosing signals. Let's play it. Hey, babe. Okay, so rock, paper, scissors, shoe. And if you win, you get to kiss me. Are you ready? You're good? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the brother for holding strong here. He saw the bullshit. She dressed like a scripper. And she was like, if you win, you get to kiss me. He like, why would I kiss your mouth? And it, your mouth is nothing but a warm Petri dish. Your mouth got all kind of STIs and all kind of semen crawling around your lips and tongue and all in the back of your esophagus. All right. I don't want to do that. All right. Why? Hey, babe. Okay. So rock, paper, scissors, shoe. Look at her, man. Like, look at this. Like who thought, listen, I know it's easy out here, ladies. And I know you can get a quite a bag out here by looking like the average stock factory issued woman. And yes, there's a lot of men that would love to have a stock factory issue woman for one warm night, maybe two or three. But this woman in my, she's not even in my echelon. And she shouldn't be in anybody's echelon. We should be ignoring these 304s, at least popping them down on the street corner and dropping them off to the curb, like our man AMS used to say. Uh, put these people in their proper place. But she thought she could pop off and just go sexually harass a guy. And by the way, just take a look at how she stepped to him. Realize how times have changed. Women would almost never do something like this, but because they have attention, they're doing it. Men would do something like this, walk up to a girl at Walmart, but I want you to see how she steps to him and corners him. This would be definitely harassment, all right, on many fronts. Watch this. Hey, babe. Okay. See, he was going to walk around her, and he literally blocked her. Now, your former dating coaches teach you this technique to sexually harass people. Watch how he hey, blocks. Babe. She blocks him off. Okay. She's trying to go around, and she literally so blocks him off. This is actually terrible, man. Your daughters are skeezers out here. Rock, paper, scissors, shoe. And if you win, you get to kiss me. <laughs> Look at his face, bro. He like, if if you win, you get to kiss me. Look at his face. He like, bitch. <laughs> He's like, yeah. wait a minute. What's the prize again? What is the prize? I don't care if this dude's a virgin or an incel. The problem is with a lot of people who are talking about men need to start approaching women is women are approaching men. And this dude sees no benefit. Even with her titties out and her at this dude looking at her like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm supposed, is this a W? Where's the win? Now, if you were bending over grabbing your ankles, I would probably do it, but we'd have to be in private. But wait a minute. I'm sorry. He's like this. He said, he said, wait a minute. Who are you? So dudes aren't as desperate as we want to uh believe and not only that dudes don't want to be used for your goofy ass content let's go ahead and play it in total hey babe okay so rock paper scissors shoe and if you win you get to kiss me are you ready I'm good. We gotta go. you're good <laughs> yeah 
Now, this woman's confused. She's like, he obviously is an incel virgin or whatever the people want to think about men today. Okay. Um, he probably don't have no game. And she was like, that obviously works on simps and gumps. But why didn't this work on this man? She's shocked because this works on normally most men. <laughs> yeah, look, skeezers, man. I mean, this is sad. To me, this is sad. Look at her. She, dude, she fat, by the way. She fat. She's fat and out of shape. But she thought that because the fat is deposited somewhat in the right areas and it's pushed up and tucked in, she thought that she was going to work. Hey, babe. Oh, man, it's sad. But listen, he ain't the only one out here. He ain't the only one out here. Check this one out right here. Shout out to Mo uh, Mo in the building. He shared this on my Twitter. Uh, I don't think this is. Is this the same woman? It's the same woman. It's the same woman. So Enrique is here with his shoes all untied at the Home Depot. All right. He trying to get a job tomorrow. Enrique trying to get a job. That's all he trying to do. He like, I'm going to stand out here. Give me some supplies. So if I get a job tomorrow. Hola. No. Look at this shit. Same skeezer. Hola. No. Man, he like, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Look, man, I ain't got no time for this shit. He like, man, I got a job. I got four. I got a family of four to feed. I got a gordita at the house. Man, I don't have time for you skeezers. Hold the line, gentlemen. Stop giving these attention skeezers attention in public. Even looking at her is a win for her. She thinks she can get any man by walking up and having fat on her body. And Enrique was like, man, please. He didn't even look at her, man. Look, man, this is the Jezebel. This y'all got to treat the Jezebels like that. Only in private. Only in private. Not for your little content. Not for your attention seeking. Not for your thoughtness. In private, I give you, I skeet, and I let you go. Okay? Skeet and release. And even that. Even that for most of them, don't even give them that attention. Don't even give them that. See, look, a lot of guys are going to be, um, they're, they're going to struggle with this because guys are like, you just, you guys are scared of women. You don't know how to talk to women. No, we're not going to be used for your goofy content. We're not going to be used for you to get a little bit of attention on us. Okay. We're not going to be used to believe you can spin plates and be players out here with these type of people. Dudes are, dudes are fed up with it. Dudes don't have no time for that shit. People figured out the game and they've adjusted. People figured out the game and they adjusted. Now, you would see her in public. Coach, she had gave me choosing signals. No, she gave you attention-seeking signals. Women can get all that they want by getting just a little bit of attention for you. By the way, we're kind of skipping stories here, but we might come back to it. Here's another guy, a former player. Not even the players want to play no more. Not even the players want to play no more. Now, this is a young man. He has some very colorful language. So hide your kids. This is a family show. But this is a guy. He seems to have a good rapport. He has word, word play. He has uh, he seems to have some game. He's not a loser. He doesn't seem to be one. He seems to know how to talk. Listen to what he now is talking about, about women being sad, depressed, and anxious. And we're going to talk about that statistically. Let's play his clip. He's on Instagram. The guy goes by, I believe it's Pablo Skywalking. We played this on the member stream yesterday. So let's see if we can blow him up. Pablo Skywalking. I don't know if this is his page, but let's hear what he has to talk about. Wait a minute. God dang. It's kind of quiet. Let's see if I can pull it up. Having a house, 
When I say this shit, having the hoes ain't fun no more. All the hoes be sad. All the hoes be depressed. All the hoes be suicidal. I ain't talking about the hoes that give you the money. Niggas love them hoes. I'm talking about them hoes. Just you got three, four bitches you fucking on. Y'all having fun. Them hoes got the worst life right now. Them hoes got niggas at home. Them hoes ain't shit. Like, them hoes is irritating. Back in the day, it was fun to have you little three, four bitches. You might pull up. One bitch might give you head. You might go fuck a bitch. Nowadays, these hoes sad, broken, depressed. Them hoes will make you sad. Hey, bitch, what you doing today? I'm having a bad day, man. Bitch, get off my phone, bitch. You about to make me sad. So having the hoes ain't fun no more. All right, so the basic premise there, I'm going to break it down. Having the hoes ain't fun no more. Having the hoes ain't fun no more. That's a Tesla. I don't think that's a portion. Having the hoes ain't fun no more. Remember, spin plates, approach, have a rotation. Well, what you're dealing with, unfortunately, is a lot of mental illness. And even they admit it. Even a lot of them will say, I'm in therapy. I've had past trauma that I have to overcome and unpack. I'm sad. I don't know why I'm sad. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay. Many of them claiming to have anxiety. Many of them high anxious. Many of them ADHD medication. Many of them will say they're depressed. And he's like, it ain't even fun dealing with them because you're dealing with sad women. And not only are they sad, a lot of them are broke. I don't care. How much money they make, they're broke. It's expensive to be a woman. So even a guy that's kind of in the player mode, he was like, it used to be fun when you had a little rotation was out there in the game in the field. But when you count the fact that a lot of women are sad as hell, the music industry is influencing these people to be sad. Even the city girls aren't happy. They're dealing with drama and beef, and they're dealing with STIs and pregnancy. They're all chasing. City girls are all chasing a man they're never going to get, rappers and all this shit, right? Even they are sad. Even they are super entitled. And he was like, it ain't even fun no more. All right, let's play him again, uh, just in case you missed it. Having the hoes, when I say this shit, having the hoes ain't fun no more. All the hoes be sad. All the hoes be depressed. All the hoes be suicidal. This is true. We're going to break that down with statistics. He said, they sad, depressed, and suicidal. They be wanting to jump off bridges, and you got to be like, oh, hope. Don't jump off. You know what I mean? They, they think depression and having and these tendencies is sad that they are in this mind state. But look, hey, y'all the one fell for feminism. Y'all the one fell for this strong and independent. Y'all the one fell that y'all was going to be CEOs by 30. And most of y'all get a double dose of reality and realize life is hard. Life is real. You should have listened to your daddy. You should have listened to a father figure. You should have listened to somebody other than these other women sabotaging you. But he's like, man, they sad. They sad, bro. I ain't talking about the hoes that give you the money. Niggas love them hoes. I'm talking about them hoes. Just you got three, four bitches. You fucking on. Y'all having fun. Them hoes got the worst life right now. They got the worst life right now. So if a guy's telling you to spin plates, I've been saying this for years. I'm like, why? Against who? What, what are you spinning plates with? Sad, depressed, broke, lonely, desperate women who claiming they're having fun. And when I went to the dark side, the same women that be out there, woohoo! At the clubs, at the parties, doing all this stuff, drinking, smoking, straight West Coasting. They're miserable people. They're miserable. Not only are they miserable, the men that are there too are miserable. Them people are not having fun. I trust me, they're not. These people are masking trauma, brokenness, and all that shit. And there you are with them. I'm like, don't deal with these people. These people are bad in bad shape. Let's continue.
them hoes got niggas at home. Them hoes ain't yep. shit like. So he said they got ninjas at home. Essentially, a lot of people got uh, a lot of women are being players. A lot of women are trying to get get high body counts. A lot of women are trying to do what they believe or perceive men to do. And this is not true. Most men aren't what they believe and perceive. There are they are out here with multiple women. Most men are not. So here's here he is. He like, man, they got full boyfriends at home and they're out here screwing those sugar daddies. Mm. Trust me, they are. There, enough of them are. Let's continue. And them hoes irritating. Back in the day, it was fun to have you little three, four bitches. You might pull up. One bitch might give you head. You might go fuck a bitch. Nowadays, these hoes sad, broken, depressed. Them <laughs> hoes will make you sad. They, they will make you sad. Just like if you consume food that is poisonous and it might give you cancer by what you're consuming. It might give you a heart attack. They're going to make you sad just being around them. It's depressing being around these people. And this isn't just girls in the street. These are married women. Divorcees, avoid them. Divorcees are some of the saddest women out here. Terrible. And they're going through private battles behind the scene that you don't even know. And then when you show up, hey, man, yes, let's just cuddle and let me get them guts real quick. I had to go to court and my ex is tripping. And if you don't sit your monkey ass down, don't try to make me sad. <laughs> they be trying to make you sad. <laughs> get the hell up out of here. Hey, bitch, what you doing today? I'm having a bad day, man. Bitch, get off my phone, bitch. You about to make me sad. So. <laughs> hey, how many people know this? Hey, he's dropping game right there. Shout out to, uh, let me see here, Pablo Skywalking on um, Instagram. I don't know any of his other content. I just saw that when somebody shared with me. But how many times have you done that when you're sitting there, you're trying to have fun, and they're making you sad? You're like, all right, I'll be sad with you. I'll be depressed with you. I need you to listen. And then how many times have you done this? You going out with a date. This is very much a trap that women will do. They will act like their life is perfect. They're fine. They're fabulous. You go out on two dates with them for you dating ninjas. Or if you are a guy in the junior college, you go out two times, clap them cheeks twice. All of a sudden, they life fall apart. They life be like, But they were having fun. They traveled. They partied. They got a lot of the lifestyle. They got their finances in order. They got investments. They got Forex, crypto, bank accounts. They rich. And then you pipe them down two times. Peaches says, coach, you don't date? No, I mate. That's what I do. I don't date. I don't date. Dating is, to lead, date, dating is supposed to lead to a relationship in marriage. I don't do that. But anyway, you go two times on AS, two times or two dates. All of a sudden, they life fall apart. They get in a car accident. They total their car. They didn't have insurance. All right, they about to get sued by the damn driver. All right, they ran out of marijuana. They need $200 in the emergency all, all of a sudden. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, they baby, they, they, they baby, all of a sudden, they got a kid that they, they don't have custody of. They get, they ex take them to court. They get fired from their job. They get laid off. Yeah, they lose their job. You know they're going to lose their job. As soon as you're ready to commit, I think I'm ready to progress in this one. They're going to lose their job. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They definitely going to use their job. <laughs> you're like, oh, you lost, a, you lost your job. You were doing so well. Ah, I need to find a new job. <laughs> yep, they about to get evicted. All their, their lives catch up really quick. Electric bill due. 
Oh, uh, they cell phone. I need $200 on my cell phone. And some woman sitting there going, those are the women you're uh, dating. The, guys, tr trust me, never fall for that shit. They're always a month away from a catastrophe. Their ex is stalking them. All of a sudden, they ex come back in the picture and he flipped out. She got to move. She about to get evicted. Her roach is acting up. Her roaches start acting up. Man, I'm getting a lot more roaches in my kitchen. Wait a minute. You weren't having roaches last week. You've been in that apartment for six months. Yeah, but they acting up now. I got to get out of here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pay off the lease up in advance and get out of there. So I need a couple thousand dollars. I'm looking for a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not asking you for it, but yeah. I'm going to have to scrounge up a little couple thousand real quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How you how you going to scrounge up a couple thousand? I never in my life was like, let me scrounge up a couple $12,000 to break a lease. <laughs> my neighbor's acting up. I'm going to scrounge up a couple $12,000, pay off the lease, and then I'm going to go, okay, what kind of yob you got? Well, I ain't got no yob right now. Mm. <laughs> they be coming up with some crazy ass shit. Like, what the hell? <laughs> so anyway, all of a sudden, they need some help. That's what you have to know. It's a trap. It's a trap, man. That's crazy. So the players don't even want to play no more. I've been thinking about OnlyFans, but hmm, I'm going I'm to be a future politician and a future CEO or a college professor. So I don't want to put myself out there like that. But I'll sell you some booty, booty. You got 500 bucks. I think that'll solve it. Next month, I need a couple 500 now, maybe 600. Nate. <laughs> it's crazy. You ever pull up to their shit? <laughs> you ever pull up to their house? You know what I mean? You pull up to them. All right, here, I'm going to drop you off real quick. You drop them off. You're like, God damn. Look like a cemetery in there. Holy shit. Look at all the dead souls and normies walking around here. Oh, let me speed up out of there. These women be literally be trying to, oh, pick me up over here. Some women hide where to pick them up. They go, oh, pick me up over here. Or you pick them up, they walk over to their sister house. They don't want you to see where they live. They don't want you to see where they live. Or you pull up to their shit. Oh, I'll be out in a second. I'm like, no, you can't be out in a second. You got to be out here right now. You better be standing on the corner. I'm pulling up in a six-figure car. I cannot pull up and wait for your ass. <laughs> I cannot pull up and wait in this. Get your ass down here. You pull up, they in a no-tail motel. You like, woo! Shit ain't going right for you right now. <laughs> oh, man. Then they had a nerve to be like, well, you know, I got to go do what I got to do. I got to go chase that bag. You be like, go on with your bad self. A whole 30 days later, they be calling your ass. Beat me now on one to call me on my cell phone. Hey, how you doing? Hey, stranger. Hey, big head. I need a couple of hundred bucks. You want to go out? You want your feet rubbed? You want your back rubbed? You want your head rubbed? Hey, let's get together. Hey, let's make dinner together. Oh, the big trap. Let's make dinner together. Oh, that's one, man. That's a that's a trap. That's a skeezer trap right there. Never fall for that shit. The skeezer trap. Let's make dinner together. Oh, no, no. You can make dinner for me. Now, I figured we would have fun and make dinner together. Oh, you hungry. You're a hungry bitch, but you don't want to go and submit. You don't want to come in here and say, you got a big, wonderful kitchen, CGA. I can throw down in here. Why don't you sit over there? 
like the man you are. All right, I'll use all of your cookware. I'll use all of your utensils. I'll get in here. I got a fan. It's private. It's clean. No roaches crawling around. I got everything in the in my pantry tightly packed. I got all the ingredients you need, but you want me to stand in the kitchen next to your ass so you can feel good. No, 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 no. Cook my shit. <laughs> or I'll find somebody that's going to do it. I didn't provide it the environment in the kitchen. What the hell else you want me to do? Stand next to you and cook together? I don't think so. Yo, let's cook together. The hell? What? I've already provided everything. You gonna cook. Anyway, what a crazy world we live in. I'm telling you, man, they don't want to do nothing. They don't want to do nothing. Again, we live in a lazy-ass culture. Um, And the problem is a lot of times they've been able to get away with the bare minimum. Ladies, this is why you don't have no man. If there's any ladies in here, I'm going to tell you why you don't have a man. Are you ready? Are you ready to listen? Are you ready to take instruction? If you're not ready for this instruction, you're going to be headed for self-destruction. Are you ready? The reason why you don't have no man is because you're dealing with men that you've only had to do the bare minimum for. And what happens is when a man challenges you to do a little bit more, you're like, I'll just go to another man where I have to do the bare minimum, period. I'm not doing anything. I'm not stepping outside of my comfort zone or I ain't going to give away wifely duties for free. So you always trying to protect yourself from getting finessed. And so you say, well, I'm not going to do that. I don't have to do that. So I'm going to go over here and I'll just do the bare minimum and then I'll get what I can get. But the problem is that's why you end up on the carousel. Because you just instantly have to replace. You have to replace the guys because you're going to do the bare minimum. He's going to skeet in your neck. And then all of a sudden you're going to have to find another one. Then you do the bare minimum. All right, Peaches says she cooked for him for Thanksgiving. Peaches, you a good one, huh? You wanted a good one. Shout out to you. Congratulations. Shout out to Peaches. You're going to get your pookie in a minute. He's going to commit to you. He's going to commit to you. This is why, guys, I tell you, relax. There's too many women out here. Women outnumber men in the world. Never put up with the bare minimum with these skeezies or women. Never put up with the bare minimum. If they start giving you the bare minimum, just dump their ass. Okay. You don't want going. You don't want going to be back at me. I'm just letting you know. A lot of women are like this thing. This guy think he's somebody. If you look me up economically, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to tell you where my. Where, I am in a different echelon. You can't know. You don't know how to deal with nobody like me. I'm just letting you know. So disqualify yourself immediately. Yeah, you can tell. Oh, well, you ugly and old. Okay. You're going to need a ninja like me. I'm telling you right now. I can change your life. I can change your life. I'm letting you know right now. I would change your life. <laughs> but enjoy the dino chicken nuggets. Enjoy the tombstone pizzas. Enjoy the roach motel. I literally can change your life if you act it right. I'm just letting you right now. Not only would I change your life. I would change your whole family's life. The way they even look at you, they'd be like, wow. Looks like you came up. I don't give a damn. I'm winning. You continue to lose out there. Go continue to be broke. I don't care. I got dope to sell over here. I could change your life just by your association with me. If you came in, with, but what happens is I for black men, black men, um, I see this all the time. Look at the celebrity black men. That's kind of like our, our top guys. 
they even get treated like dirt. They get treated like dirt by women. They be like, bah, bah, bah. like Young Jock. We showed you the clip of Young Jock, Tyrese. Um, those are just the celebrity elements. And then when you go to the normie guys, there will be a brother of Cam Newton. Cam Newton got treated like dirt. And he, Cam Newton was like, I make, I've made, Cam Newton literally made millions of dollars a year. <laughs> Cam Newton's in a level of manhood that if he was white, the dude would be top 2%, top 5% in the world. Type 5 types. And now it's not all about money, but Cam Newton could change your life. And they throw dirt on him. So I look at it. Yeah, I'm like, y'all ladies think y'all got options out here. I don't know what is in your DM. I know you got dudes in your DM, and I know you can sell some booty, and you can sell some booty for $5,000 and get four pieces of booty up. I, I realize that. But five Gs, $5,000, ain't going to last you very long. It's not. If somebody gave me 5000 I would be appreciative, but I know I better get my ass back to work. That's only going to be, it's going to last me like that. It's not going to last that long. But y'all will give up a full walking millionaire and a potential for a millionaire to get $5,000. I'll be like, mm. you know how many women that walked away, they came all up in my, came up all in my shit. Laid up all in my bed. I took him out of a night of being in the Roche Motel. And for 500, they got a couple, they got a couple hundred dollars and some food in their belly and they back out there in the street. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Michael B. Jordan. They back out there in the street. These women belong in the street, brothers. Hey, look. In these streets. And then be having a nerve a couple months later. Oh man, life been hard. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are y'all really looking for? I'm just really curious. <laughs> what are y'all really looking for? Or the ones that dump they shit all up in your lap. Oh, it looks like you look pretty. You have a good lap. I mean, you gotta have a good lap. Let me dump all of my shit in your lap. I'm like, ma'am, I'm in a different echelon. As Nas says, echelon. Like, you can't treat me like this. You, you think you can treat me like I'm a piece of ninja that you normally... Wow, it's unbelievable. I'm like, I could change your whole direction, Pat. But they don't care. And not only black women treat their black men like this, all women treat black men like this. All of them. All of them. Women of other races treat you like dirt. And you are literally balling out here. <laughs> You're like, what? And they'll come in, I'll just do the bare minimum. Bare ass minimum. You're like, fuck. Like, man, do you realize who you talking to right now? If we compare potential earnings, bank account, invest, if we could lifestyle, cars, if we compare everything right now, you're you're a piece of shit right now. And you're talking to potential. You're talking. I'm not even going to say income. wise. you're talking to someone that could reach a status you're never going to reach financially and not only that personality wise and the game you're going to get. And you're going, wow. But anyway, I don't feel bad for these hoes. I just go ahead and just use them and abuse them. Discard them like, discard them like toilet tissue. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. Go back to the streets from whence you came. Shout out to Jim status. 
He says her betrayal is inevitable because she is only loyal to her feelings. Yes. Preach. He says uh, a feeling that is inevitably in, uh, in wait, a feeling that is inevitable in all relationship is boredom. Once the I'm not happy <laughs> uh, activates, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. We proved this over and over again. The I'm not happy is the basically her lighting the fuse that is going to explode in your hands. It's going to self-destruct in your hands. And that's the end of the relationship only because she feels a certain way. And I'm like, wow, God dang, man, look, I'm not going to put my stuff on the line for feelings. I did it once. I did it once. And uh, I got the I'm not happy. And it torched me. It was a basically seven years of bad luck. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I will never be dicked. I would never be guided or put on the line what I worked hard for, for a woman's feelings. Never again. Now, she wants to come in, like Anton Daniel said, in a business relationship. If it's a business relationship, this is strictly business. Then I might consider. I might consider. But the first thing she's going to do, the first thing you're going to do, ladies, listen up. If you have a job, the first damn thing you're going to do is one or two things. CGA, I'm looking for a relationship and a commitment. You know what's coming next. Oh, really? You think you're ready to commit to a relationship with me? Yes, I am. I'll give you all of my love. Fantastic. You have a job, right? Oh, I have a job. I have a wonderful boss, and I've been working at my job for 12 years. Fantastic. This is what you're going to do. This is my direct deposit account. Go ahead and go to your human resources office. Give them this right here and deposit your check in my, in my bank account. First damn thing you're going to do. You want to prove you want a commitment to me? That's the first thing you're going to do. Put your money in my bank account. She's going to be like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, see, I thought you wanted a commitment. See, this is how my commitment works. I'm giving you access to my lifestyle. I'm giving you access to what I work hard for. So what you're going to do is you're going to give me access for the little bit of beans and rice in your bank account. You're going to put it in mine. She's going to be like. Yep. Sock it to my pocket. This is how it works. See, you're going to put your little twenty five hundred a month in my shit. And then all you're going to do is look at it. She's going to be like. And then. I'm done with her ass because all of a sudden her she don't want no commitment no more. Oh, I thought you wanted a commitment. Oh, okay. Well, get your monkey ass on. I ain't got no time for this shit. <laughs> she gonna be gone. See, you ain't gonna, hey, what does that mean to commit? I don't have to give up. Yeah, you don't have to give up shit. And you don't have to be in a commitment with me. Mm. Period. <laughs> anyway. That's just the first step, ladies. You think you don't lose in there. Nah, I'm a, I want access to my $2,400 a month. Okay, go ahead. You'll have the whole. I'll let you keep the whole $2,400 and send you back to your eviction notice over there. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I'll send you back to them roaches. I'll send you back to them apartments with bars on the window. Yeah, go back to that. Well, I'm sitting, I'm living better now. Coogee sweater now. I'm good. All right, you ain't good. I'm good. You can keep the whole check. <laughs> Shout out to KW, Kevin. He says, I'm, I'll, I'll jump ahead of the podcast. What is the solution, coach? On a serious note, 
I love the new Nova video. I'm taking your advice from the Money Mindset Group and starting my dog Instagram page. She will have more followers than me and soon to be YouTube channel. I also started the process of building my Spotify store. Sorry for the long message. He says, thank you for what you have done for men. Shout out to you. Use all your resources. Use all your tools. All right. This is a opportunity for people to make uh, something of themselves. Uh, I know people think social media is going to die and it's the devil. You can dance with the devil or you can live back and wait for newspapers to make a comeback. But this is an opportunity for you. So use your tools. By the way, Noah has a video up. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I just I just want to let men know that there are some non-successful married men in the world. Leonardo DiCaprio, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Elon Musk are just to name a few. The world wants men to be tied down only to suffer like Tom did with Giselle. Marriage nowadays is a man's kryptonite. It is the men out here that want marriage. But you know what, men? You don't want modern day marriage. You want traditional marriage. And this is what you wrestle with. You want traditional marriage. But the problem is they're not offering traditional marriage. Mm. They're not offering that. And then you will find out. Sizzle says, happy Monday day, coach. Where are you at? I got money. He says, CGA is dropping blue chips earlier. These Mitches ain't ready for Wednesday. Keep your foot on their net. And somebody actually wanted me to make balanced content, but I've been making balanced content for the entire time. Most of the time, people don't even watch the balanced content. Okay, I have plenty of videos where I ain't even going in on marriage and relationship. And they get low views, right? I don't care. I still do it because I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the process. And I get a little bit of scratch. I make like $12.50 a video. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. But $12.50, add up. It adds up quickly. It adds up quickly. Never be too, um, never be too, never be too, I guess, modest or never be too arrogant as to not go get $12.50. So if I put out a video, I'll be like, that one made $12.50 today. <laughs> hey, you got to go get the money, man. Today, you got to go get the money. Never, never wait for a big payday. Hoes be waiting for a big payday. They always hold it out for the unicorn. They're always waiting for the lottery. This is why, and listen, guys. Why women never give up on love and relationships. I did a great video on this years ago. The number one reason why women don't give up on love and relationships and men do is because they have the potential to win the lottery on any day. They just have to meet the right guy, be in the right place, be seen, give attention to the right guy, and they can get their life changed. This is why they always hold out for hope. But unfortunately, our generation of women are desperate financially and their, their requirements keep going up, but the incomes of most men don't go up. And they know time runs out, and they're like, okay, I, I can still do this. Even when time runs out, they're like, I need a man that makes six figures. I need him to make a half a million. But the problem is not that many men are in that echelon. But they'll be like, I'll just hold out. He'll be there. My bow ass will come. Now, men, on the other hand, we're not holding out hope for that shit, right? Because we, even when we do well, we still get treated. Oh, you only make 60 grand. You only make 40 grand. You only a blue collar guy. You, you ain't got potential. Meanwhile, you're growing and growing and growing. And all you want is a woman to love you for you. Not only a woman that loves you for you, not a fat Pillsbury biscuit can older woman. You're like, well, at least she can't be. But a lot of guys settle. You're seeing a lot of guys settling. And you settle for a sub 
subpar stock factory issued woman. Do not lie to me out here, guys. She shows you a little bit of love. Subpar. Subpar stock factory issued bare minimum giving woman. And I'd be like, this person ain't even giving you nothing. And she looked like an egg with legs. <laughs> like, why? Subpar. I worked this hard to get a subpar stock factory issue, bare minimum giving woman. Hell no. Ladies, look at yourself, first of all. Now, if you think, well, you ain't going to get one that look like that, just like I'm telling you, you ain't going to get a rich guy. The problem is, if you don't know about the dark side, let me just put it like this right here. <laughs> I can lease one right now for very low money. <laughs> and I can get her to come over here and do monkey double backflips on me for however many times I want to and tell her ass to go back home. She will be above par. <laughs> Join my locals to see what CGA be doing out here. I know y'all think ain't nothing happening with CGA. I be over here, low risk, high reward, moving through, having fun on the dark side. Here we go. Last one. Daylay says, Coach, why is modern society pretending like women have not been extremely evil with their children or towards Kids in general throughout history. He says, even today, mothers are selling off their children. Yes, all over the globe. Yes, they are. We don't talk about that. We hide that. What do you, he says, what do you guys think the witches in the 1800s were doing? He says, look up the 89 women charged with infanticide or deletion in Great Britain in the, the late 90s. Look up Amelia Dyer, who deleted hundreds of babies in the 19th century. Look up history of infanticide where women would sacrifice their newborns or leave them in the wild. But today we are fools to believe mothers care about children without God or man or men. A woman would always choose the evil side or they will choose that. And, and thanks for sharing this. Cause this is going to segue into my next topic, but we tend to, and this is blue pill conditioning men. Is this you? I want you to listen about that. Hey men, is this you? And that's you. If you hear a story of a woman in today's world, actually, if you come to my show, do you feel bad for the ladies? I know I'd be on their neck. I know I'd be on their neck. They, they have some great things that they give to the world, and we have to really appreciate that. But they're leveraging that against us. Okay, They're not using it as a means to, for us to respect them. They're actually having those things, and they want their cake and eat it too and have what we have. So I don't feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for many human beings. Even my family members get this. They'd be like, damn, you really don't care, huh? And I'd be like, I told your ass. <laughs> you got a, you got a right here. You got a star. You better hit your wagon to it. Listen, I don't play around out here. I don't, I don't be guided by my feelings, you know, but when I, when I tell you something and you don't do it, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't care who you are. So I do be on women's necks, and I'm on dudes next, but it seems to fly over everybody, everybody's head. But let me just tell you, when you come to the show, you feel like, damn, CGA be on them. Okay. But that feeling comes from your protection of women. You want to protect women's image, which is an image crafted by the blue pill beta world, but that's neither here nor there. Women have done some treacherous things 
as men, as well as men have. But what we do is when they do treacherous things, we sleep, sweep it under the rug. And I've told you several examples that would be reprehensible if a man did it. If a man had his woman delete herself, you guys would open up investigations. You would know his name. You would know his first and last name, his birthday. You would know his middle name. You would never let us forget. If a woman said, I deleted myself over this man, we'd have a love story made about her. We'd have a movie made about this woman. But I brought up the fact that potentially uh, the man, the Green Ranger, deleting himself over his marriage and filing of divorce, sweep right up under the rug and moving on. You let her go out there and play the victim. And then everybody's giving her, oh, I feel so bad for you. You were a wonderful husband. Oh, you're a wonderful wife. And maybe something was wrong with him. You know what was wrong with him? His marriage was about to implode, period. And she was using the court of public opinion, and she was using the family court system to throw rocks and hide hands. Now, I bring that up, and everybody's like, well, let him rest in peace a little bit before you push your agenda. You see what I mean? Like, goddamn, you just going to let her just skirt, skate? You going to let her skate off? You going to just throw it under the rug? Well, maybe he was battling something else. No, the reality was divorce does cost men to delete themselves. But that was too bad for you. So you ran to your rescue of your fair maiden. And all the money goes to her. She cashes in a check. Nobody asks. Maybe it was a suspicious circumstances. Nobody opens up a case. It just, oh, he killed himself. Okay, anyway, next. Let her keep the money and she just runs off with the bag. Gotta get my bag and run. See, that's the type of shit I'm talking about because we've been trained as blue pills to do what? Protect women. But oftentimes, the most protection we do of women is when men go after women. When men try to hold women accountable, then y'all run to the scene. I showed you several videos. Uh, uh, a woman's arguing with a man in public. Y'all sniggling. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> Beat him up. Get him. Y'all laughing. It's a party. And then as soon as you flip the roles and he's berating her, he's putting in her, her place. Everybody comes in. Nobody says, what did she do, son? Did she look at another man? She must have cheated. She must have did something crazy. What people will say is she couldn't have done anything that bad. She can stomp on your dog, kick your dog in your nuts. She can set fire to your house. Y'all be like, eh, he probably deserved it. See, this is what we call false protection. This is called false protection. You think you're protecting her, but what you're doing is you're, you're insulating her from reality. You're insulating her from being, um, being an accountable and responsible that's not protection that is literally you her harming the rest of the greater society by sweeping her bullshit under the rug and not letting people hold them accountable and you claim this some feminist shit and some lack of equality when people overseas or in the middle east hold their women accountable you fly in these women should be able to do whatever they want 50 years later their society's crumbling 50 years later Marriage, divorce up, skyrocketing, marriage down, childbirth down, hoes out in these streets, hoes on TikTok with sheer underwear showing all of their JJ. This is where society's gone because they don't know how to follow the rules. They just change the rules of the game. We got a bunch of male enablers out here. So I make highlights to these stories that get swept up under the rug and I highlight the story because not many people have the guts to highlight stories like this. They're going to think, oh, you just hate women. Now, this is sad. He brought up a point about women deleting themselves. And we have this story here. It is all Jermaine Fong. I'm sorry. Deleting their kids. And I actually came up with a show that says 
women don't really actually love their kids. Sure, you can find some women that they do, but if you put if you change the scenario slightly, you will find out that that emotion that they love to their kids is mostly attachment. Many times they will put their kids in harm's way rather than putting them in a good situation because they would love to, they basically live by, if I can't have them, nobody will have them. I went over a whole show of this. They will put their kids in harm's way, in danger, risking. They will put their kids in where the kid is basically uh, in a mental, mental unstable society. They're broke. They're eating uh, spaghetti off of an aluminum foil table. And everybody says she's doing the right thing. Oh, she's sacrificing and risking. Why don't she get rid of them damn kids? You don't deserve to have them. You should be in jail. You should have CPS called on you. You should have all your, you don't deserve the kids. We don't do that. We just let the kids suffer for decades. And this person is mentally insta instable. They're lazy. They've made several bad decisions, specifically multiple kids by multiple baby fathers. If you as men did that shit, if you as men did anything close to that to your kids under your watch, the CPS would have your ass and they would have them kids in some sort of juvenile detention facility. But you forget about it, sweep it up under the rug. It's crickets. Here's a prime example. This woman in the Bronx, mother of two, deletes her children. And I'm calling it out. Who had a father who cared for those children. Again, if I can't have them, you can't. If I can't raise them, you can't raise them, right? If, if So she's going to she's gonna be uh, a mentally ill patient. You're going to see that. The story's going to reveal that. Nobody takes the kids away from her. The father probably could take the custody. The father's willing to take the custody. The father loves the kids, but that's not enough for her. I've given you several stories. Susan Smith, the woman in Texas that drowned her kid. I mean, there's too many stories like this, but we just... Let's go ahead and show you the story. And then we say, what's the solution? There's got to be a solution to this. There's got to be thing here where we can go and say, maybe give the custody of the, the, the kids to the father. Nobody does it. You let the kids stay with the mother and she's in therapy. How? Look, look, if a, if a, to me, if a woman's in therapy and she's taking mental health meds, she should be automatically disqualified from parentage. She should be automatically put the kids with the father. But nobody would wrestle and discuss that. Well, no, she's getting better. No, 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 no. She's potentially a threat to those kids. She's a threat, major threat. The kids are sabotaged. How can a person be trying to get better and they're on mental head meds and they got kids? Why would you do it? That should be automatic. If she admits to having trauma or past trauma or dealing with past trauma and taking mental health meds and in long, extensive therapy, she should be disqualified from the parentage. She should be... She's a major uh, damage to that kid. She, they're doing major damage to the kids. But we just let that shit go. Why? Why do we do this? And there's people that are going to defend that. She's admitting to harming, wanting to harm herself. If she's admitting to wanting to harm herself, why does she have kids? I, I, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. How possibly good of a parent could that, poss that person be? Here it is right here. Here it is right here. I know people don't believe this shit. This is yes. This is today. Mother charged in the deletion of her two toddlers found knifed up multiple times in the bath.
the Bronx. And of course, Debbie daddies are talked about. Uh, Debbie daddies are talked about like crazy in our society. The father just left. He don't live up to his responsibility. Blah, blah, blah. No, but we don't talk about this shit. It says right here, the Bronx, a young mother, a young mother is charged in the deletion of her two children who were found deleted in the Bronx family shelter Saturday evening. So she's in family shelter already. She has an inability to actually keep these kids economically. Why do you get to keep the kids and you can't even keep yourself fed and homed and clothed? How? She a deadbeat mama. But of course, simps. Here, here come the simps. You got smoke for me, but your niece is on, on the sugar daddy site. You got smoke for me, but you won't call her out for her BS or none of these skis is out here shaking their booty. But you got you want to call me out over here. This is why men. This is why men are the reason why the society is unstable today. It ain't the women. It's you men that are afraid to call this out. The boys age three and 11 months were found with multiple gashes by knife submerged underwater in tub with clothes over their body, police said. If this was a man, this dude would have, he would walk in looking like Hannibal Lecter into the courtroom. Neighbors, neighbors who lived down the hall said they heard the couple arguing and screaming Friday night. The father of the 11-month-old boy allegedly slept in a car outside the apartment after the argument. So they have two baby daddies. <laughs> Debbie daddy shit right here. But she has enough to have two young children by two different men and arguing with the father of the youngest child. And he sleeps in a car in the cold in the Bronx. Officers, why are people, man, I tell you, man, Margaret Sanger will have a field day with this. Officers first responded to a 911 call from the third floor of the Echo. Echo, And why is he sleeping outside? He probably can't sleep in the shelter. He probably cannot legally sleep in the shelter. That's a probably what happened. Because he's a male. And they're probably struggling financially. And he probably can't sleep in the shelter. So he has to sleep in the car. What the fuck? Officers first responded to a 911 call to the third floor of the Echo place. Where they found a 22-year-old. 22-year-old Diamond Fleming, inside naked. She's naked inside when they found her, acting erratically while trying to burn things in the kitchen, according to the police. Francis, I can't pronounce his last name, Pimentel. Francis Pimentel crossed path with the mother outside before calling, uh, before the call, and says Fleming was repeatedly saying what I did. What I did. Okay. Officers were told the woman's two children were with their father. So they took the woman to the hospital for evaluation. The father heard what happened and rushed inside the apartment where he allegedly found the children in the tub under a pile of clothes. Neighbors heard the father screaming for help and called 911. Quote, he was screaming hysterically, quote, unquote. Neighbor Shannon Holyfield said he was screaming, help me. And I came and opened my door and I see him coming down the hall with his two boys in his arms. They were deleted. 
they were deleted. Y'all ready for this? Yes. There was blood everywhere. Officers and another family member attempted to resuscitate the boys who were rushed to the Columbia Presbyterian Hospital where they were declared, declared deleted. The detectives believe the woman fatally stabbed her children in the neck and torso, although an autopsy was determined uh, will be determined if they died from the wounds or from the drowning. Boy, she doubled them. He says right here is something that we're going to have to live with and think about probably for the rest of our lives. This is New York Deputy Chief Luis De Seglia said. We have very experienced police officers. I think they are the best. They are able to handle and cope with any situation. A memorial was started outside the shelter on Sunday morning in memory of the two young victims. Friends and family are rallying, rallying around the father. He said he's not ready to talk, but says he does want the truth out that their mother and the kids, as the mother of their kids was undergoes, wait, they want the truth out there as the mother of the kids undergoes a psychi psychiatric exam. Sorry. That messed me up. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she ain't dead. Yeah. Okay. So she wants the mother of the kids to undergo a psychiatric exam. <sighs> Sorry about that. A psychiatric exam. What is that going to do right now? They dead. What is that going to do? He has no. Okay, let's go over this. Let's go over this. This is time, guys. Check this out. Use of psychiatric drugs up. Women biggest users. One in five, one American in five takes psychiatric medication for con conditions such as depression and anxiety and use the drugs is most common amongst women researchers found. The number of prescriptions for psychiatric and behavioral meds rose 22% between 01 and 10 according to an analysis of prescription drug data by Medico Health Solutions, a pharmacy benefits management company. More than a quarter of women, 26%, take such drugs, including antidepressants, anti-anoxalant, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, ADH drugs, and atypical antipsychotropic drugs. This compared to 15% of men. Although women 45 and older have the highest usage overall, men aged 20 to 44 have the greatest usage in use, a rise of 43% over 10 years. Okay, let's go to the next story right here. Uh, one in four classes says right here, one of the four classes, antidepressants, were the most common used drugs. All right, just over 20% of women older than 20 years old took antidepressants, and that proportion jumped 29%. Between 01 and 2010, according to the report, older women, those 65 years and up, accounted for the largest proportion of the increase, the researchers wrote. And while men use antidepressants far less, the number of antidepressants prescriptions for them rose 29% over 10 years. Okay, here's one. Seven common mental health medications. We live in a culture. We live in a culture where we're saying we need to listen to people's mental health issues which I agree. We're saying that we need to cure mental health. And oftentimes they prescribe a medication or intensive therapy, which is an admission that people are not stable. All they going to do is look for the magic pill. They're going to therapist shop and people are going to be in the same conditions, right? The problem is we're also telling these guys to do what? 
run game, spin plates, get married to this group of people where they're dependent, their behavior is dependent on medication and or therapeutic services. This is a recipe for disaster. Not only are they already incapable of being happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> they're all running around here. They're all running around here on mental health meds or requiring of therapy. And it is my solution, gentlemen, to tell you if they are on these medications, I'm not happy. If they are unhappy <laughs> or have the inability to be happy, if they are in therapy, they are disqualified. You are not a rest haven for mental health patients. You're not a resource for them to reach to to find happiness in their lives if they are already unhappy. You're not a therapist. I disqualify them immediately if I found out that they are in therapy or if they are requiring therapy or if they've had past traumas and or that they're trying to resolve and or they're on mental health meds. You're automatically disqualified. I'm not happy. Automatic. It should be automatic, but you guys want a little bit of TNA. It says right here, psych meds, seven common mental health medications. Okay. What are psych meds right here? I, I look this shit up. The SSRI, selective serotonin uh, reuptake inhibitor. SSRIs affect the available, uh, affect the available supply of serotonin in the brain to combat mood disorders, which leave more serotonin in your system for regulating moods. Look, if a woman I'm messing with needs to take a SSRI, you're disqualified. You're disqualified. Yeah, I don't need people zooted up sitting next to me all up in my house waking up in the morning. You got SNRIs, which are selective norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. And it's the cousin of the SSRI, and they regulate uh, brain chemical for your benefits. Hell no. It says SNRI are prescribed for the treatment and conditions, including major depression disorder, MDD, SAD, and uh, generalized anxiety disorder and panic disorder. <laughs> No, not I. Not I. This king is not going there. Nope. This is a this is a, a certain disaster. Uh pregabalin, pregabalin, pregabalin. The drug pregabalin is predominantly used to treat nerve pain. But in recent years, it has found a calling and second prescribed benefit for the treatment of anxiety in general, anxiety disorder specifically. Oh, hell no. Hell no. There's a couple more. Hydroxine and bisperon. Sorry, man. I don't know what these right here. It says right here. Hydroxine. Hydroxazine. It's an antihistamine. Has side effects that include drowsiness, which can lessen its anxiety fighting benefits for people who are just trying to perform normally. Oh, hell no. Nope. Oh, no, 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 no. Tricyclic antidepressant. If you keep, if you're keeping a running tab on medication that you should avoid, unless told otherwise by a mental health professional, add tricyclic antidepressant or TCA to your list. TCA has been around for 60 years, but in time they've uh, they've made a reputation for themselves as being fairly unpleasant to take, largely due to a series of adverse side effects, including some risk to pregnancy. All right, okay, let's let's continue. Benzodiazepine. The last drug class on this list is benzodiazepine. <laughs> People who know drugs are mad at me. 
which aren't actually medication to control anxiety, but rather a form of sedative that relies, uh, that relieves anxiety symptoms when prescribed correctly. What happens when they're not prescribed correctly? All right, here we go right here. How to get mental health meds. Oh, you know they be on here. Women and prescribed drugs. One in four takes mental health meds. One in four. One in four. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. When it comes to feeling depressed and anxious or inattentive, women are more likely to take prescription meds than men. One of the more startling statistics in this report, which analyzes prescription claims for 2.5 million insured Americans, is that one in four women is dispensed medication for mental health conditions compared to just 15% of men. And not only that, when you add alcohol and marijuana to this, this is a recipe for disaster. When you add marijuana and, and, and alcohol to this, you're asking for it. Not only that, when you add emotions to this, meaning she's emotional about some shit that happened in your life and she popping pills and drinking liquor and smoking weed, done. Antidepressants, use, Essentially, or especially is higher among women, up 29%. The report shows and anti-anxiety meds are used by women, almost twice the rate seen by men. In 2010, 11% of middle-aged women were on anti-anxiety medication, while only 5% of men that age were. There were also a gender shift when it comes to the use of ADHD in adulthood. ADHD? Although the disorder is thought to be primarily uh, affliction of young boys, slightly more Women use ADHD medication as adults than men. All right, let me go to this one right here. Check this out. Check this out. Teens turn to TikTok in search of mental health diagnosis. This is where the danger is, guys. This is where the danger is. So now, since it's since it's fairly common to discuss mental health, it's fair, which is fine by me. We need to realize who the crazy people are. Now it's popular to self-diagnose yourself as a mental health patient. This is going to lead, lead you to believe that these people are headed to Loserville in life. Do not attach yourself to these people. They're headed to Loserville. They literally just want to be oxygen thieves out here. And because they're struggling in life and it's so hard, the entitlement is off the charts, they're not living their fantasy life at, at, at 17 and 18, they're already damaged. And they're going to lead you to be damaged right here. While social media can help, People feel less alone. Using it to evaluate symptoms has several downsides. Okay. Now, let me go ahead and skip. Let me just show you here. Young people are using TikTok to diagnose themselves with serious mental health disorders. What's behind this trend? Attention. Loneliness. They're already mentally effed up. Growing up with single mothers who are mentally effed up. Growing up in the court system. Divorce. It's not. It's, it's a very simple situation. Uh, people headed for self-destruction. People that don't have father figures. This is very, very, very simple. People who are entitled. People headed to Loserville. It's crazy. It says right here, but a more troubling, uh, it says, but now a more troubling mental health TikTok trend has arisen. It says right here, it says right here, within the past year, there's been more of an increase in the young adults and teens using TikTok to self-diagnose conditions such as autism, ADHD, borderline personality disorder, disassociative identity disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, and Tourette syndrome. Mm. 
that's problematic, not only because these diagnoses should be made by an experienced mental health care expert, but because while well, but because while plenty of TikTok creators put and they, they post helpful information about mental health issues, not all do, says a doctor or PhD woman. There are many accounts hosted by educated, trained, and licensed professionals where reliable information can be found, but not all posts can be accurate, uh, scientifically backed information. And many people scroll through TikTok, they don't know, and all of that stuff right here. All right, so these people want to be coddled. TikToks, TikToks, TikTok, and the dangers of self-diagnosing mental health disorders. This is where you're headed. This is what you're up against, young men. And the guy talked about this earlier. Why having hoes ain't fun no more. Well, having a hoes ain't fun no more. Well, having a hoes, when I say this shit, having a hoes ain't fun no more. All the hoes be sad. All the hoes be depressed. All the hoes be suicidal. I ain't talking about the hoes that give you the money. Niggas love them hoes. I'm talking about them hoes. Just you got three, four bitches you fucking on. Y'all having fun. Them hoes got the worst life right now. Them hoes got niggas at home. Them hoes ain't shit. Like, them hoes is irritating. Back in the day, it was fun to have you little three, four bitches. You might pull up. One bitch might give you head. You might go fuck a bitch. Nowadays, these hoes sad, broken, depressed. Them hoes will make you sad. Hey, bitch, what you doing today? I'm having a bad day, man. Bitch, get off my phone, bitch. You about to make me sad. So having hoes ain't fun no more. And men are finding this out. It's not fun no more. You get with a woman and you find out relatively fast they're on antidepressants. You find out relatively fast they're depressed. They're not happy about something. You find relatively fast they have some trauma that they're unpacking. And it's fine. I want you to have that, but you need to stay the hell away from me. Mm. Stay the hell away from me. And the reason why is you're getting treated. You're a patient. You're not, you have an inability to have successful relationships. Statistically, you're liable to run. If you're on a dating app, statistically, you're liable to run in two out of four women you meet. You're liable to run into one of them. Hell no. And don't be no former party girl and former stripper. Or you was in the club back in the day and do not be a single mom. The likelihood that you'll be on one of these things is very high. And I'm not a rest haven for mental health patients. Even let's just say you say I'm a mental health patient myself. Coach, you crazy too. Well, well, two crazy people don't need to be with each other. Then. <laughs> if we're going to admit, if I'm going to admit, okay, I'm crazy too. If you're going to come over here, well, you need therapy too. Okay, well, two crazy people don't belong together. <laughs> so stay away from me, bro. Let me, let me heal on my own. Let me heal the world. Let's get into these super chats. Then we're going to break your blue pill conditioning. Shout out to. O'Neal Perez, hit the like button on both channels for the coach, the hardest working content creator. This man does two shows a day, fellas. Hit the like button, hashtag free agent lifestyle for life. All right, speaking my mind, says KTEL Records. He says, bring you this holiday CGA greatest hits, KTEL Records. All right, shout out to Marriage Causes Divorce. 304s don't want a man. They want baby and child support. In this era, yes, I can agree with that. They don't want men. They want a man, but they don't want a man at the same time. They want a marriage, but they, they want a wedding, but they don't want a marriage. Are you looking for instruction? Now, ladies, if you're leading me, if you're gonna, there's only going to be one leader here. There's only going to be one leader here, meaning, okay, if the shit hits the fan, don't blame me if you're the leader. 
Don't pass that buck. Like if you're like, I'm going to be the leader and I'll be bring my PhD to you. Okay, go ahead. Probably still make more money than you, but that's all right. <laughs> go ahead and bring your PhD. PhD um, lead us. You be the leader. You better be a strong ass woman because you're dealing with a bull over here. I'm not easily led, but if you're going to go ahead and lead me, you better lead me to the promised land. I don't deal with uh, bare minimum shit and celebrate marginal success. I don't celebrate marginal success and triumphant as I did something fantastic. I don't do it. I have I have a palate that is very, um, I guess, ambitious. It doesn't even have to do with a dollar amount of money. I'm very ambitious. And I'm willing to take calculated risks. But I'm not going to put my hands, my my faith in the hands of, to somebody who's doing the bare minimum and trying and celebrating that shit. No, I can't. I can't celebrate normal shit. <laughs> you can, but I can't. I, I'm a, I'm always like, OK, we did this. Let's. Let's get more. There's more meat on the bone. As, as many normies that I see here doing normal shit, I'm like, dude, the competition ain't out here. There ain't no competition out here to be successful. Yeah, people be celebrating mediocrity. I'm like Barry Sanders. I get into the end zone. I just have the hand to ref the ball. I expected to be here. You're talking to a guy that was 10 years ago living in my car. Okay, and I hustle, grind it. I eliminated stupid risks like emotional risks. I got rid of people out of my life. I invited good people into my life. I stayed the course. I pounded the pavement. This was an overnight success. I literally was very intentional over years to get out of that situation. Now, I ain't going back to my car. And if I do go back to my car, it's going to be my fault. It ain't going to be no woman's fault. No woman's going to come in my life and then pull the rug from up under my feet and then I'm back in my car. Never, never again. It ain't going to ever happen. What's the likelihood of that happening? Very high. Very high. Look at the divorce rate. Look at the breakup rate. It's very high. All of a sudden, she pulls a rug. Oh, I don't, I'm not happy no more. And you're not making me. I'm not happy. <laughs> not my ass. So if you want to lead me, we have to be on the top of the hill at the end with my sword and my shield at the end of it. That's where I'm headed. That's it. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Not everybody wants that. You want to celebrate mediocrity and then pull back because of some feelings bullshit. Look, man, I'm telling you, man, I don't deal with feelings. I don't deal with feelings. All right, first warning going to be a timeout. Okay, actually, nope, we're just going to put your ass out. We don't deal with this shit here. We're going to put your ass out. Anybody that says that in my chat, we're going to put that shit out because you ain't dealing. You're not dealing with the solution here. What you're doing is blaming. We're not doing that shit. Snipe your ass. We're not playing this game. We're here for one reason and one reason only. We got a mission. I don't give a damn about your feelings, nor mine. All right. I don't want anybody to ever feel sorry for me and I will never feel sorry for you. I'm on a mission. And most of you gumps ain't on no mission. You got no purpose in life. You guys wake up and wonder what you're going to do every day. 
it's a sad existence. I feel bad for you. I don't feel sorry for you, but I feel bad for you. But if that's what your mission is to find somebody to love you, have at it. <laughs> have at it. But that ain't never going to be me. But I'm just built differently. But you got what you got, and I got what I got. It's okay. <laughs> you got what you got, which is not much. If you're happy with that, fine with me. <laughs> but y'all ain't got no freaking mission in life. Your only mission is booty. Your only mission is women. That's something I'll never do. They will never. That will never be my top because women are human beings. That'd be like me saying my only mission is to make my boss happy. Never that. Never that. Nope. <laughs> boss can fire me. Nope. I ain't doing that. That's not a risk I'm willing to take. You can, though. Shout out to AJT working on my Google certification while listening to Coach Alini, Free Agent Lifestyle for Life. Booty is a, somebody said it, booty is a low-level mission. That's low-level. Getting a woman's love and getting her to commit in a relationship is low level. To me, that's super easy. To me, it's too easy for me to even pay attention to. <laughs> it's even too easy to be. Now, once you have, once you made something of yourself, once you made something of yourself, you realize how easy it is. It's super easy. Okay. But when you don't have leveraging options, when you don't have nothing else, you strive for that. Success. Women are a, a byproduct of success, period. You'll have plenty of people at the door. You have them at the door. You'll forget about them. You're like, damn, I forgot about that, bro. <laughs> right? Whether they're a gold digger, whether they love you, whether they're desperate, broke, whether they hungry, whether they need shelter, whether they need you to raise their kids, super easy. It's, that's dumb easy <laughs> right now. I can close my eyes. And point my finger and change a woman's life today. That ain't no mission. I could close my eyes right now and a woman will be grabbing her ankles in a matter of moments. Eh, that, it felt good. Now I'm moving back on. But you guys, I don't know. I wanted to love me for me. We're going to break your blue pill conditioning here in a minute. JC says, I'm going to need to access. I'm going to need access to them beans and rice in your account. In the building. All right. Pizza says, Coach, I appreciate you keeping it real. Even when you're honest, honesty is harsh and triggering. You're killing the YouTube game. Hashtag consistent quality content. Thank you. I'm a little bit harsh. But trust me, guys, I know people think I'm harsh just on women or black community. I'm, I'm this way with just about everybody. If I see no benefit, I don't associate. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Now, I'm not an associative person anyway, meaning I'm not one to just be hanging out, wasting time. It's at least not consistently. So if I don't see a major benefit, I'd just be like, and I don't disrespect you. I just won't hang out with your ass. Or I won't invite you into my life if I feel that, if I feel that my, what I'm giving you is, is greater than what I'm getting back from you. If I'm giving, 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 but you're giving back bare minimum, I don't see any benefit. I'm not going to associate. So I do, do tell people, I just don't believe you're in my level. I don't believe you're on my echelon. I don't believe you benefit me. I don't think you benefit 
my growth. I don't think I see potential in your association. So I, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my mama, my ex. I don't care who you are. Family members, friends, homies that I went to school with. I don't care. But it's not that I'm evil or mean. I just be like, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point at the end of the day? What's the point? What what What's going to benefit me? Or are you going to pull me back? I don't know. Rational rationality. Embrace masculinity. Reject modernity. Shout out to you. Join the dark side. Join the dark side. If I was from a different time, I would definitely be. I would definitely be somebody trying to get to the kingdom. Like I'm trying to get to the top. What do I need to do? I'm always plotting. I'm always plotting. All right. Oh, look, let me check the cash app. Let me give y'all some love. And then we're going to get into how to break your blue pill conditioning. If this is something that you want to do, and this won't be a snipe at men. Shout out to Joshua Moon. He says 304s are not fun anymore. Those are facts. Mostly, mostly. Yeah, I would love to kick it with women. But look, when I'm with them, if they bring their bullshit up, you automatically out. You better be happy as large when you're around me. I don't want to hear nothing about your personal shit. I typically don't share my personal stuff. They had to ask me 50 questions. What do you do? And how come you do it? And when you're around and what do you do? Have you done this? Have you done that? I'd be like, look, man, why are we discussing this shit? Can we just enjoy our company? Can we enjoy and look forward to the meal that we're about to have and the dessert we potentially can have? Can we talk about drinks without you talking about you being an alcoholic skeezer in your past? I don't care about that. I don't care when you got passed out drunk. Can we just enjoy the time about where we are today? Where are we at today? Where can we go into the future? I'm not here about going back and dealing with your past trauma and your boy. I'm not dealing with that shit. All right. I don't I don't find that fun. I don't find those interactions ter uh, terribly um, exciting to look forward to. And ultimately, they're going to go there because people are normies. I don't care about community politics. I don't care about I don't care about Stephen A. Smith shuffling and why he need to get the black community. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to Swift is in the building. Thank you for that. We're going to call you Mr. Swift. Hold on for a second. And he says, um, I had a chick that was always in bank default. And she's going to be not a chick. She's going to grab them ankles. <laughs> Jones G, depressed people are energy vampires. Stay away. And that goes for men too. Men, if you're depressed, if you're depressed, and listen, I'm not a medical, I'm not, I'm not diagnosing you. I'm not diagnosing the solution for you. I'm not a medical, mental health professional. professional. Okay. But I played a video from Jordan Peterson, who is, I believe, a professional. And the first three things they identified as potential solutions that you should look for if you are experiencing depression and loneliness. Okay. First damn thing you need to do is get good sleep and a constant, consistent sleeping pattern. You will find that most people who are depressed stay up late as hell. When they stay up late as hell, they're not plotting. They're not attempting to be a uh, part of a kingdom, they're binge-watching bullshit. Whether it's their social media or whether it's Netflix, they're binge-watching bullshit. They're accomplishing nothing by staying up late. Bragging. Talk about they staying up late. And what do you do? Nothing. Are you cleaning your house? No. You ain't doing a damn thing. If you're a married man, you staying up late, you're playing a ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? Yeah. That he made, which is okay with me. 
Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. See, if you stayed up late and you were actually accomplishing something, I'm creating a wood, uh, crafting a wood project. Okay, that, that, that makes sense. I'm actually accomplishing something while people are asleep. When people are asleep, I actually get away and I can actually have peace and quiet. That's, that's different. But y'all be up scrolling Instagram, staying up late. Up smoking weed, playing PS5. I'm like, what the hell you do? What is that accomplishing? And then guess what? Soon as the sun comes up, soon as the sun comes up, y'all ass sleeping. One hour, two hour, three hour, four hours in. Struggling to get up. I'm like, bruh, early bird catches the worm. I don't give a damn what you say. Now, if your sleep pattern is adapted to night activity, well, be a bouncer, be a bartender, be a stripper, uh, do something creative, crafting, something that's going to get you to your mission and goal. Don't be sitting up talking about, well, I just stay up late and you ain't doing shit. That's going to lead to depression. That's number one. Number one, you're not getting consistent sleep and you're not getting your sleep based on when the sun arises and when the sun sets. You're not synchronized with the world. But again, do you, boo. All right, number two. Change your diet. Get some nutrition. I find that people who are depressed often say shit like this. I don't eat breakfast. I get coffee for breakfast to get in a biscuit. That often comes with people that oftentimes when you delve deep, they be like, well, I, I get up late and I don't eat breakfast. I find that breakfast irritates my stomach. Don't you find that that's a direct correlation as to why your mood is off? You don't eat when you went through a long fast of hours. First thing you need to do is eat. But I want to do some intermittent fasting. I don't want to hear people are about bullshit, man. And I get tired of people. Why intermittent fast? No, you don't. You don't eat breakfast and you're lazy. You're lazy people that can't even put two eggs together, scramble them shits and put them shits together in your belly. Get your turkey bacon, your bacon, get your pancakes. It takes one minute to make pancake mix, water and, and freaking flour. <laughs> get you some food in your belly. You just had a long fast of hours or you was up eating corn chips at 12 uh, a.m. At 12 a.m. scrolling Instagram. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but. You don't get good sleep and you don't eat and you don't eat good food. Of course, you're going to be depressed. <laughs> you don't get enough protein. You're not getting enough animal meat into you. You're not getting that raw. You eating soy. Now you want to go around here. I can fly. I can fly. I can fly. I can fly. Mm. You just drinking alcohol all up into the. Uh, no wonder you're depressed. I mean, I'm listen, it don't take a medical professional to figure this shit out. Number three, if you're not getting aerobic and anaerobic conditioning, strength training, you're not getting exercise. This is a deadly cocktail. No eating right, no exercise, and can't go to sleep. Yeah, I'll be depressed too, okay? I'll be mentally unstable. I'll be anxious and anxiety as I'll be anxious as to where I'm going to fall on the food pyramid of life. You are the prey, not the predator. Yeah, I'll be anxious too as to be how much of a loser am I about to be? <laughs> okay i'm about to be a loser in life i'll be anxious too anyway how about start right there i mean literally i would start right there and not only once or twice a week not only for two weeks this needs to be a consistent pattern habitual pattern where your lifestyle operates around those three things and that's your mission i need to make sure my belly is full i've exercised and i got my sleep do not do not let anybody interrupt this. Anybody interrupts this shit, 
they're automatically out of my life. That's pretty simple. Pretty simple. But now nah, let me pop some pills on an empty stomach, drinking mm -hmm. caffeine all day. I mean, come on, man. We got to make sense of this shit. But look, you do you. You do you. I mean, I'm, look, if you want to slow your system down, you got to do it. But I'm a little bit crazy like this. Can you still end up depressed after that? Yes. That's when you should go seek some help. If you're still dealing with this over a long period of time of creating these habits and you still end up needing some help, go get some help. I'm not telling you to not get help. I'm not telling you to avoid it by doing these things. This is not a substitute. It's probably where you should start, though, because you're hungry and you're hangry and you're horny. Those are not three things that should be should be happening on a consistent basis. I'm always having myself relieved. If I need to get a woman to relieve myself, I need to be relieved. I'm not going to be out here when the next piece of peace leave coming. I can do that. Whether it costs me $100, $200, $500, whatever it costs me. But I'm not about to let that woman come in here and dictate my life anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Look, people are really mad at me. Y'all angry. But you're not angry at me. You're angry at yourselves anyway. You're angry at yourself. Don't be mad at me. Hey, let's get into this. How to break your blue pill conditioning. So, sucker for love ninjas, right? Your mission is to find a woman that completes you, to build with, maybe to validate you as some sort of player or PUA. Uh, this is a miserable existence. This is nothing but blue pill functioning as somewhat as masculinity. And none of those things are masculine. Now, taking care of a woman, providing for them, taking care of your children, very masculine. That right there is masculine. There's not much things that can you can put as masculine than that. However, you got to find the right person that is willing to be protected, willing to be have your children, and willing to be under your support and guidance. Because if you're out here talking about equal partnership, that's some blue pill shit. All right, if you're out here letting women lead you and buy you uh, a couple pair of Jordans, in a North Face jacket, and you think you're winning, that's not winning. If you think picking up women on a routinely basis, creating 304s is masculine, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, those aren't masculine missions. That's somewhat more of a beta mission. Now, I talk about me going to the junior college, but it ain't bragging. The junior college is just open and available to me. Okay, anyway. I just say enrollment is high. That's not bragging. A lot of women are enrolling themselves voluntarily, and there's no victims, there's volunteers. But here's the blue pill conditioning for you, okay? You might say to me that you want to prove that, that, that love conquers all. Okay, go ahead. Now, everybody get their worksheet out. <laughs> everybody get their worksheet out. And I'm going to show you from a very pragmatic, logical position that your chasing love is something that ultimately is going to prevent you from getting what you really want. And it's a backwards process to what you really want. Because you're so ineffective as a human being, you need another human being that is very fickle to actually build and create something for you. Um, By the way, having a baby is not making you a man. That doesn't make you a man. Well, I want to make, I want to make kids. Yeah, a lot of poor people make kids. And they depend on people who have a mission to support them. I want to have kids is not a masculine thing. Supporting and protecting them under any circumstances. Now that's masculine. 
You understand what I'm saying? I can have many kids right now. It's very simple. All I got to do is leave it in at the right time in the calendar month, and I got kids. That don't make you a man. And that doesn't make you something that's going to complete your life. Are you ready to support them under any circumstances? Are you willing to fight tooth and nail? Are you willing to pay two and three times the worth of them? Are you willing to fight them under the feminist gynocentric family court? Are you willing to do that? If you ain't willing to do that, stop. Stop it. Stop. Get some help. All right, blue pill conditioning right here. There's a lot of blue pills and purple pills in our world here. They're not as hardcore as we would make them to think. But um, you've been... Step number one is you got to find a cure to loneliness. You got to find a cure to loneliness. This is how you're going to break your blue pill conditioning. You don't realize that most of the time that what you want is something that you that you have never had. So you're dealing with hope. I want a long term woman who loves me for me and we can guide and create and build and all of this stuff. This is almost has never happened to you in your life. So you're somewhere in your 30s, maybe your early 20s and your 40s. And you've you've had a chance at love and it busted your divorce. And now you're here again telling me about the possible scenario. You sound like women out here. I'm going to find somebody that loves me for me. We build together. She's going to be beautiful. She's going to preserve her beauty while beauty is fleeting. She's going to change and she's going to depreciate as an asset. That only belongs to you and nobody never had her. <laughs> Okay, well, that sounds very ambitious. In our modern culture, that's really much of a unicorn situation. Okay, and you're going to have to invest and risk something very significant, which is your future, your future earnings, and so forth and so on. At any particular point, she can pull the plug. And statistically, many women do, right? But you're lonely. You're alone, but you think you're lonely. And you're willing to trade that loneliness in for a box full of bullshit or what's behind door number two. And many times you get, that's where you get trapped. That's where you get trapped. So in order to break that, what I tell men to do is obviously start with the first three prescriptions, the CGA, get some exercise, eat some food, get some constant sleep. And if that's going to be your rock, if that's going to be your guiding principles, then you're not going to let anybody disrupt those. For instance, if a woman says, hey, I'm going to come over tonight, I'll be over there at 930. That's going to be a no Based on your principles. No, we're not starting at 930. Why? Now, she's a night owl. She's going nowhere in life. She don't care about disrupting your flow. She doesn't care about you having to get up at 536 in the morning. She's just going to bring her ass over at 930 and waste your time for an hour and two hours. And then you finally get some leg at 1130, 12. And now you all messed up at six in the morning. And you don't eat. You don't get your exercise in. And you don't get your work in. Now you all thrown off again because you were lonely. Hey, what you doing text at 1030? No, you're going to get no response. I don't reply to anybody after 10, 10 p.m. Phones off, alert systems off, nothing. But you guys will give that up. Oh, I was just about to go to sleep, but oh, I really need to get up early in the morning. I respond to the text and now you've woken up. Now you're aware and she just yanking your chain. Uh, I think I'm coming over. I think I'm not coming over. All right, what you think? Should I come over? Oh, yeah, you should come over. Just come over right now. Oh, uh, well, you know, mm, I got to get up early in the morning. No, nah, baby, come over. Come over. Come over. By the time she get over there, it's 11, 11, 30, 12. She fucking you over. Nah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. If you want to come over, hit me up around 2, 
p.m. two in the afternoon. We'll make plans for your ass to come over at a honest at a uh, at a honest hour, a proper hour, like seven thirty. So I can get your ass out of the house by nine thirty, be in the shower, be tucked in bed by ten. You ain't about to yank my chain. It got me all waiting. You know, they showing up late. I'll be over there at 1130, 1130, 12, 1231. She finally show up. No, 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 no. Dude, see, look, you're. Your loneliness needs to be cured by discipline, number one, and you need to you need to be out here prioritizing your goals. You're not lonely. You ain't got no hobbies. You got no hobbies, gentlemen. What do you do for fun? Ask yourself this. Write it down. What do you do for fun? Now, hobbies are expensive. Hobbies are not meant to be cheap, but there are free things that you can participate in. You better find some damn hobbies. All right, you better find something to do with your life. Your life should not be guided around the principles of hooking up with women. What do you do for fun? You go play basketball. What do you do? You play video games. What do, what do you do? Shoot firearms. Build kites. Fly kites. Ride motorcycles. You better have 511 hobbies. I have so many hobbies that women are intimidated by my hobbies. What do you do? Well, I work a lot of hours. And then when I'm done, I go have fun most of the time by myself. <laughs> okay. The hobbies that I do are quite dangerous, meaning you could catch a bullet if you're not paying attention. You could fall off a motorcycle. You could actually be in a car going 100 miles an hour and you'll feel it in your belly. Okay. We're going golfing. It's going to take hours and hours and a lot of discipline and sacrifice. We're going to do something. Something's going to be in there. All right. But. I'm not going to change my schedule around trying to be with you for hours and hours, right? If you want to be with me, why don't you come do something that I'm doing already? I already have something planned. Let's go have dinner and sit around and you listen to my bullshit. Nope. Nope. I'm not dealing with that. But this is blue pill conditioning when you don't have anything to do. And if you can't afford your hobbies, probably do something to get to where you can afford your hobbies. Right? That's a problem. Well, I can't afford to do nothing. You see where you should be focusing? That's where you should be focusing. You need to get to the point where you can spend more on your hobbies than you do on dating. You guys will throw away $250 on a date, $500 here and there, but they ain't got no money to do what you want to do. You guys got your priorities all messed up. Yeah, somebody said read, read, yeah. All right, the next thing you're going to do. So we got cure your loneliness. You're not lonely. How are you alone? But but there's so many people out here that have common interests. You know what you want? You want a woman to lay up in between your legs. That's all you want. Guys, you can buy that for very, you can, you can lease that for very, very small fee. What you want is the bus. That's what you want. But you'll often trade BS in order to get that. How many women are not bringing? B okay, let me just say this. And I don't mean this as a thing. That's a thing against women. How many women that you invite in your life is not bringing BS? How many women in your life is not bringing BS at some particular point? You're going to deal with something. This is just the nature of it. Once you deal with them over a long period of time, they're going to bring some BS, right? You just traded that because you were lonely and you had it good, but you didn't realize you, was, you had it good. You weren't dealing with BS. And then you finally got her because you were lonely and then here come the bs 
it's just going to be a thing, and you traded that. You had a winning formula. Okay. Yeah, even moms bring BS. You know what I mean? You have to set your mom straight. You're like, look, mom, you about that BS. Yep, the law of diminishing returns. At first, actually, they have funny TikTok videos. First month of dating, first day of dating, first month of dating, six months in, and a year. We know what's up. And this isn't nihilism. When you think about what I'm saying, look at your track record first. Not only that, look around you. Look around you. Look around you. Use your, use your own data to look at what's happening out here. Even people even people in relationships are not absent of bullshit. Never look at these social media couples. Oh, they got it together. Mm-hmm. You don't know what people are battling behind closed doors. Okay. Anyway. The next thing you're going to do is pay attention to drip campaigns. Okay. Um, we often talk about grifters on the internet. We got we to gotta have the ability to sell because this is how we keep and support our show and our programming. We don't have commercials and big companies that are giving us money as of yet. So we do have to get the support of the people who watch. Now, here's the thing. Most of the messages that you get and you've gotten since you were very young have been part of a drip campaign that is full of full of messages that have got you to this situation. It got you to these ideals. Some of these were to protect you. Some of these were to give you hope. Some of these were constructed around building communities. Most of it was fairy tale and fantasy. If you believe that these movies are somewhat um, movies and music is somewhat a realistic portrayal of what should happen, just look at the musician and the actress, the actors and the actresses themselves. Most of the time, the people who play these roles Their lives are catastrophes when it comes to measuring themselves against the roles they play. For example, Jennifer Lopez is an absolute dumpster fire when it comes to playing in real life what she portrays on movies. Dumpster fire. She's been married and engaged more times than you can count on one hand. But on the movie, she plays opposite that. Now, you don't look at her real life. You look at what possibly can be. Same thing with commercials. Music. Look at some of these musicians. Many of them have been skittled in a reading rainbow, but you believe them. Many of them have had dumpster fires of relationships, marriages, divorce multiple times, drug habits, prostitutes, and so forth and so on. But you believe they're in love. Okay. When their music comes on, you're somehow influenced by it. I'm willing to recognize that and I see it for what it is. Same thing as the people, these TV shows, these TV shows that you watch that you're somehow addicted to. Oh, coach, you got to watch these shows. Do you guys know that television shows are basically formatted to sell you something? And that formatting is to run commercials against it because you get mad at me for grifting, but you accept grifting from watching television. Television shows have all kinds of messages to influence you, and they are often built around commercial commercials that push a certain message. You got to realize what the message is. What is the message that they're trying to send here? Like the Super Bowl is nothing but a, a, a game that is centered around, right, commercials and all of this shit. They figured that out. And they drip this to you over years and years. So that so much so that if I come to debunk any of these ideas or I point it out to be mythology and I have you look at your own personal track record, look at your own personal track record. If I do this, you asking me what's the problem, right? 
This is the thing. This is what's happening here. Now, I recognize what a drip campaign is. I study marketing, sports marketing. I studied all kinds of marketing. Like, for instance, I'll just give you an example here. <laughs> an example would be if you went to a. Actually, I had a person that worked in marketing. I know a person that works in marketing and they used to um, go to photo shoots for food. Photo shoots for food. The photo shoots for food, they would actually have a food artist create the imagery of the food for the commercials and for photos, right? The grace, the grapes to be extra watery and juicy, plump. There will be no blemishes on them. The fast food, the burger will be extra plump. Leaning up, they put toothpicks and all kind of shit in the back to prop the burger up. The cheese will be melted just perfectly crispy, right? Then your ass take it to the damn, you go to wherever they're selling this shit. It don't look nothing like it, okay? Now, but you guys figure it out. Oh. But you don't realize over decades, they've actually teased you with these imageries. That's called a drip campaign. So that every now and then, when you show up to the McDonald's and you get the fish filet or the filet of fish, you hope that it looks like just every once in a while that it looks like the one in the commercial. And nine times out of 10, you open the box. God dang, the filet all to the side, cheese all not melted, sauce dripping out the side. As soon as you bite it, French fries ain't plump, nothing, nothing. And you get fooled again, yet again. But they actually spent millions of dollars to get your monkey ass in there. The food don't taste that good. Probably not that good for you. But you hope. That the filet of fish sitting up nice, right? You hope the Kentucky Fried Chicken, the chicken is cooked thoroughly and the skin is all crispy and all that shit. Meanwhile, it ain't no crispy ass skin. <laughs> That's an example of, yes, you be, the psychological commercial warfare, consumer warfare used against you, right? That's called a drip campaign. But then when I get up here and say, you know, I have another channel. Now I'm grifting. When you live your life by commercials, but it's all right. It's all right. And you live your life by hope. And I'm sitting there like, I don't want to. <laughs> all right. The next thing. So we got cure your loneliness, pay attention to drip campaigns and determine what the message is. This show is sponsored by Pfizer. Do you do you know? That not only is the show sponsored by Pfizer, that they're probably going to enter interweave that into the context of the show. They don't just support the commercial. They're going to interweave that shit in the show. Yeah, this is too much for y'all. It's too much. <laughs> the next thing that you need to do to break your blue pill conditioning is. Is uh, stop living in the past. All right. I can't tell you. How much of a blue pill you are. If any part of your life is reflecting on what. We need to change really like about the past, right? So I've kind of talked about this a lot. I love history. I will reference the past, but I'm typically, you would hear me talk about the future. Most of any time you hear me talk about, I live in the future. I live in 2030. I predict something in the future based on current events. I'm always like current or in the future. Every now and then I'll go back to the past. Now there's been past shit that has hurt me, hurt my people, hurt people who look like me and so forth and so on. But that shit is in the past, bro. There's nothing I can do about that. This is why I look at therapy and unpacking shit. And 15 years ago and 13 years ago, you sitting back wor worrying about the past. I'm like, why don't, can we move forward? Well, you're moving forward on a bad foundation. Look, man, I can't change none of that shit. 
I can't change it. I can't change. Yeah, somebody said I was supposed to go D1. Well, you missed your scholarship. Don't don't calculate what you could have had. Don't calculate what you could have had. Can you move forward? Y'all be living way back here. Y'all be like, I got to go back and my ancestors and all of that shit, man. Look, man, is that going to help you right now? You're angry about it. You were done wrong. Sure, you can you can affect what happens currently and in the future. If you're mad about where your people got put. The problem with those theories are your people are still being put in that situation. Or women are still being put in that situation or men are being put in that situation currently. But you're worried about some shit that happened 100, 200, 300 or 400 years ago. And they're doing it now, right now. But you can't see it. You can't even see it. And I'm looking at it going, they're doing it today. And I will tell you it too. I'll be like, what are you doing right now? You're an indentured servant. You're a debt slave. You don't see it. But you can surely see what happened to your great-grand-grandpappy all right, 300 years ago. But guess what? He couldn't even see it. He didn't know. That was just his reality. It's the same as you can't see it today. That's your reality. What you probably should do is stop living in the past and worry about what you can affect today. It's right here before your eyes that you much as of a slave than you were back then. You in the same position. It's just slavery by a different name. Now, the people who can see it, the people who new, can new, see it, new, new, new world order. they actually can adapt and move forward. But you so worry about what your great, your great grandpappy is dead. Okay, hold on for a second. He dead. He dead. <laughs> there ain't nothing going to change that. So the blue pill conditioning, right, is people that want to discuss. All of a sudden, they history majors. And they could tell us what was doing this and who was doing that and all that shit. Does that matter? Yes, it matters that you know about it. But can you prevent it from happening today? Another example of this is, um, <laughs> he says, we need reparations. No, we need a job. How about that? You need to be self-sufficient. How about that? You'd have to need to ha have knowledge yourself. You need to eat right. How about you get all them damn fast food restaurants out your community? That's a start. But you want to try to fix something back here? We don't need shit. <laughs> You'd be like, we need rep. And what? What's that going to do? I already told you that's a that's a dumb argument because now once you look, once you give everybody the same thing, you didn't make a difference. Okay, for instance, I'll give you this: once you once you give everybody a bachelor's degree, what is the bachelor's degree worth? It became worthless. Okay, but go ahead and wait for it. You're on fantasy land, or <laughs> you're you're in la la land. It's never going to happen. They'll bring back, they'll bring across 25 million immigrants before you get a dime. You know why? Because I'm in the future. I already know. You ain't getting shit. All right. You had a whole full black president in and you got zero. You had a full pandering ass Jim Crow Joe in and you got zip. Who you think's going to put it in there? Just, just stop. Stop with the damn fairy tale myth. It ain't happening. You better get on your journey real quick. I'm sorry to disappoint y'all. You got zero and you're getting zero. You're getting passed up right now. <laughs> you're getting passed up right now, brothers. That Latino people are going to pass your ass up with the swiftness right now. 
in about 50 years, they're going to get your ass. <laughs> they're going to get you. But I can't, I, that's blue pill thought. That's blue pill, that's blue pill thought. No good person that is, there's nobody going to give you anything without a little bit of what they're going to get back. Okay. They're going to get all that money back as soon as they give it to you. As soon as they figure it out, they're going to get the money back. Okay. And they're also going to get you more dependent on the government. That's blue pill mindset. Blue pill mindset is dependency on the government. I don't care if you disagree with this message. I'm anti-dependency. I'm somewhat more of a libertarian than anything. I don't want to be dependent on them, nor do I seek solutions from them as a, for, to a greater extent, nor do I want them to influence me in any particular way. I want to live what I want to do. If they hand me something, then that's me being dependent on them. And they're smart enough to get the money back. I don't, I don't want that trap. They're going to get the money back. They're just going to have inflation run high enough. They're going to, they're going to, you guys know, economic supply and demand. So if they hand everybody $50,000 check, the people who have what you want, most of the people are going to go after that, whether it's something like, um, something like Louis Vuitton or Gucci, they're just going to double the price. They're going to get big Louis Vuitton shirts and they say, oh, the ninjas got a paycheck. They're just going to put big old Louis Vuitton shirts with the big LV and y'all ninjas going to run for it. It's, it's simple. You can control what the government did. They got you a check. But as soon as you go over to the Mercedes-Benz C-Class lot, the, the C-Class is going to be double. I mean, it's pretty simple. I already know where the traps are laid. And, and once you get the check, that comes with a condition. Once you get a check from any person it comes with conditions for instance if you get a check from an employer it comes with conditions you must follow this you must say that you can't do this you can't do that you must show up here show up there if you want another check the conditions are once they pay you you can't say shit about no slavery it's over all that information is gone just flush it down the toilet they paid you they paid you to show up about it. So now in 50 years, 100 years, if y'all talk about your ancestors, this and that, you got to check. That comes with shutting your mouth. <laughs> you got no more control over the narrative. You can't talk about the story anymore. The only people that can talk about it is the government. That's why they paying you. So now all the disadvantages have been corrected by this check. This check has, this check has further corrected the incorrection. And now we moving forward. Are you willing to do that? Nope. Nope. Y'all still going to be out there crying. But I don't want, listen, you want to live back there? Go ahead. <laughs> I know that's a trap. That's going to be a trap. And it's, it's, it's set up to be a trap. And you're waiting for this. And unfortunately, it's a distraction in your life. It's blue pill conditioning. And they love you to be in that position. <laughs> they love you to be in that position. By the way, the scammers are going to be out in force as soon as the check drops. They used to have a thing called uh, the Eagle has landed in the community. When I was a young kid, I grew up in the inner cities and they would have uh, the crack era. They called it freebase back in the time, back in the day, the freebase era. And what would happen is conveniently when everybody got their welfare check, conveniently, there was more freebase. There was more available crack in the community. Right. So you didn't have the discipline. 
you were waiting around for whatever government handout. And soon as the soon as the government dropped the eagle, soon as the eagle landed, guess who was there? The drug dealers, the scammer. They showed up in force. All of a sudden, there was more available. And guess what? The money went that way. Thus, the crack error was born. So you're giving this money, and potentially you don't know the scammers and the drug dealers are going to be there. The flippers. I'll teach you how to flip that. It's a trap. I don't think it. I don't think it rehabs the situation as we would hope it to be. But that's living in the past. That's blue pill stuff. We've already been here. We already know the the situation here. I think it would be more of an economic force to be self sufficient, self dependent. Stop single motherism. Call out women. These same guys that want reparation. These guys refuse to call out women. Have you noticed that the guys that sit there and talk about what we need to do as a people, they never call out their women. They never, the women do any, they never do anything wrong. As a result, the simps will be out in full force as soon as the check drop. The tricking will be at an all time level. Y'all going to trick off on so many 304s, it's going to be insane. Somebody says untrue. You can do both. We don't we don't talk like this over here. We don't talk like this, sir. I'm going to tell you, you need to correct your language when you talk about me, when you talk, when you talk to me. I tell my kids this and my teams that I coach, correct your language. First of all, what do you see as evidence? Number one, number two, could have, should have, would have don't fly over here. Incorrect. We can do both. In 385 years, have we? Nope. I don't deal with coulda, shoulda, woulda, can, and what we could do and what we should do. We don't play games out here. We talk about what we will do, what is more likely to happen, and what has happened. And then we come, we put it in a bar and we say what's possibly going to happen here. We don't talk like that. We We don't use hope. I hope that when the eagle lands, we can do. No, we talk about what we will do. And we talk about what the pitfalls are before we get into it. And then we make a logical decision. Can is fairy tale. What we could do is fairy tale. What we hope to do is fairy tale. What we wish to do is fairy tale. That's living in the past. We use data, understanding, knowledge, logic. Reasoning, support, evidence, truth, realism, planning, planning. That's what we do. But saying what we could do and what we can do leads to nothing. And here's the deal. When you know that most communities that are built around you, suburban communities, I want you to put in here, what is the average length? that these communities have been planned, what is the average years that any new development has been planned before they even start laying or digging any dirt? How long has a community have been planned? Go ahead and go ahead and take your guess. Go ahead and take your guess. Yep, Jake, yep, there we go. We got a lot of great guesses. Jake Wish says usually 10 years. Many times, 20 years. Many of these communities, before they even dig dirt, the entire thing that's been planned around you as to predict your behavior, they will use research and analysis. They will test the dirt. 
they will do all of this stuff. They were playing where the houses are, where the park, where the green belts are, where the shopping centers are, where the high schools, the universities, nothing's by happenstance. They will play in that shit years in advance where the shopping mall is. How far is it a distance between every strip mall? How far is it? They will play in all of that shit. The freeway, where the banks are located, what buildings are banks going to go in, what buildings banks are not going to be in. They will test the soil. They will do dirt. They will measure. They will measure every square inch before they dig one piece of dirt. But you guys are flying by the seat to your pants at what can happen. Instead of planning, instead of avoiding traps, instead of measuring logic, so forth and so on. They break it down by the science. They will say the universe. Matter of fact, if you play the game SimCity, that's what it's designed about. Where's the fire department going to be? How many fire departments do we need? How close do we need them in order to respond? They plan this 10 years in advance. Sometimes 20, sometimes even more. And it will start with a university. It will start with something significant like a university. The university is going to be here. And we're going to plan outward shopping malls, strip malls. What? That's a plan. That's a that's evidence. And they will use the data from the past failures of other communities. All oh, the other community had this. We can't use that. We're going to do that better. They will plan the stoplights and how much time in between each stoplight you have in order to uh, herd your ass all the way through the city. We're just messing around here. You don't have to stick around. Do you know that they plan? You ever see those dudes, the surveyors, they got the stoplight. They stand it up there. They counting. They setting timers. They will make sure your ass got a speed at 85 miles an hour to get through the next stoplight. <laughs> they will hit that stoplight, that light will turn green, and they know by the time you get there, if you go by the speed limit or a little bit slightly ahead, your ass still going to be at that red light. You got to go double the speed limit to get through that freaking light. And it's going to be yellow by the time you hit that beat. <laughs> right? They test that shit out on you lemmings all day long. And that's called planning. And they also plan as to the amount of minorities that come into that community. And they will have it down to a science. And then depending on how minority, how many minorities come in there when they need to abandon ship and go to a new one. And they say, we're only going to have substandard housing. We're not going to have welfare housing. We're not going to have uh, subpar standard living. We're not going to have so many apartments. Do you know they do this? They say we can only have this many apartments in this community. What does that do? That drives out the renters. That drives out the riffraff. That drives out the crime. But if they put too many apartments in there, what's going to happen? People that move in and move out, you're going to have turnover. You're going to have people that bring riffraff in, single mothers, people asking for um, WIC or whatever, the, the government assistance to get the apartments. This is a plan. But you think dropping a reparations check on your head is going to fix all that shit? <laughs> they planned this out for years. And you got to overcome that. You got to overcome that. Most of the time you'd overcome that is by being self-sufficient, have knowledge of self, self-understanding. All right. Breaking the mold, breaking out of the cycle of blue pill. Yeah, man. And they know they're like, okay, if this gets out of hand, guess what? We abandon ship. We move higher up the hill. We move farther across the valley. We move where they can't get. 
We make sure we have gated community. We need so many gated communities in here. Yeah, luxury apartments. And they basically took old apartments, revamped them, remodeled them, put good appliances in them, and then they made sure they raised the rent to which you can't afford. This is called plan, plan. I wish you guys planned your life like this. This is why I'm always like, if you're in my coaching program, one year, three year, five year, seven year, 10 year plan, you must have it written down. And not only should you have it written down, you should rewrite it almost on a weekly basis. You should always be adjusting it. You should always be looking at it. Does that mean not live in the present? Not necessarily, but you should always be. What do I want to be in 10 years? How do I avoid the, the, the traps? What people do I have to avoid to not mess up this 10-year plan? I got a 10-year plan. Am I going to let somebody come into my life for a period of time? And I want you to look back at your last 10 years. If you had them and you can remember them, how many people have been in your life for love, friendship, and how many people are here today? See, that's data. That's planning. You guys roll the dice for these people. People offer nothing or they took too much. And you realize, why did I invest in these people, right? In 10 years, you can change your life and you could be in the upper echelon. But you must plan. And let's plan on something that we can depend on. I think something like a reparations is a, if it happens, it won't happen by my protesting. I'll just add the funds to the shit that I made in the last 10 years. If it, I'm not going to depend on it, but if it hit my bank account, it will be extra. I'm going to put that shit in an investment, and in the next 10 years, it's going to 10 10x. That's the position I want to be in. That's the position you should be in. But being angry every day, waiting for Joe Biden to cancel student debt reparations, you could have paid off the student debt by the time, but you, you know what you guys do? I'm really getting y'all. Y'all literally would. Y'all literally will let the interest accrue on your student loan debt, not work to pay it off yourself. You're going to take the free handout and you will derail your life as to not pay the damn thing off just so you can wait for the government. To, you could have actually in the two years waiting for it, you could have kicked ass and paid it off. But you in your mind going, damn, I paid it off for nothing. I paid it off for nothing, and I could have had the government pay it off. You guys are, that's dumb. You could have actually had it and paid it off, and you know why? I tell you to do so. I tell you to do so because money and currency has karma. Money and currency has karma, meaning if you treat money good, money will treat you good. If you treat money good, money will treat you good. That's called money karma. That's called currency karma. But when you're dependent on the government, you will always be dependent on the government. You will always be a slave. You will always be waiting for a handout because you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing out here. You're delaying your own growth in order for the government to do what they need to do. And they ain't even going to do it. They just teasing your ass. A guy once told me, treat money the way you want money to treat you. If you're behind on bills, everybody going to be behind paying you. So if somebody owe you money, it's probably because you owe somebody else money. Money, karma. Government simps. Exactly, Michael. Government simps. That's blue pill conditioning. You're hooked on the government. By the way, the government has been your problem, a thorn in your side for how long? Do it. 
Go back to your ancestors. They've been a thorn in your side for I don't know how long. Why do I seek solutions from them? Can I find my own solutions? Why are you waiting for the master to actually rehab the situation? I, I don't get that mindset. I just don't get it. The government somehow go. That's living in the past. Truly. I want to disengage as much as possible from the master who has set me back. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Last way you're going to break your blue pill conditioning is to look at modern media as what it is. We talked about it as programming. Modern media is fantastic. They entertain us. They tap dance us. They give us an escape. Sometimes we will binge watch certain things. You might binge watch my particular content. But, um, but modern media is very, very astute as to way to influence you. This is why they say... Female, the future is female. Why? Dollar amount. Money. Okay. The dollar amount, and this is a kind of a blue pit. They know women are going to spend the money. They know they control 85% of the spending, the consumer spending. So thus, they will get them sitting down on their rumps, getting bigger and bigger, distracted from real life, depressed, anxious, and whatnot about their reality, but their fantasy world is being pushed out on Netflix and Hollywood entertainment, movies, and so forth. All right, every movie that you see is geared towards women. Have you guys noticed that? Now, you're thinking about it as in terms of they're trying to destroy masculinity, which you could have a point. But what they're trying to do is cater to their daddy. They know the dollars are going to come right back. So they're not dumb. They'll put out a Black Panther, and they'll switch all the, the, the people, and they'll give the Equalizer to Queen Latifah because they know women are going to watch those type of things. And then the money or the opportunities to push programming push fantasy push consumerism is going to be at an all-time high just make the woman uh the lead character they're going to run to there and then they can push an additional message in there meaning additional things you can support by getting clothing or saying something specific or getting a little feel-good message which is fantasy they know that propaganda is an opportunity for them to get in there so they change the message they push the propaganda it's okay. This is called programming, and this is how you form your identity. This is how you form your beliefs through this because it feels good, right? But do you read books on your own? Do you go back and select the books that you want as opposed to the books that are told to you to purchase by Oprah? Do you guys create your own book and manifesto and philosophy? Do you write down your own independent free thoughts? Do you listen to motivational music? Do you get up and listen to inspirational music? Do you listen to classical music, which they will say classical music has the, the idea or the, the propensity to actually lift your thoughts, change your behavior? Do you listen to depressed music? Do you know that these industries potentially might be putting these artists out here because they know it could delay your growth and get you sucked into these people? Billie Eilish, City Girls, uh, Silly... Uh, you know, um, uh, ninja, 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 right? Kill, 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 destroy, destroy, destroy. I mean, you guys got so much smoke for me. I'm telling y'all to be ambitious. All right, sell drugs, take shortcuts, fornication, sexual hyper, hypersexual activity. This is what the messages are. Do you actually reach for certain things like this to say, I'm going to counter that or I'm going to balance that out like Hafiz would say? No, these things are selected for you. 
they're selected for you so much that if you don't listen to it, they won't even call you a real ninja. Oh, you don't watch this? You ain't no real ninja. And they will get you by group own preference to support it. If you're a woman and you go against the 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 propaganda in Black Panther, that one woman, there was a black woman. There was a black woman who went against the Black Panther message in the second one. She came out and she was like, nah, this is crazy. They deleted her TikTok. They deleted the video. Think of, think of that. Think of, think of that. They're literally like, we cannot afford this type of thinking. You got to go with this one. So she ain't a real woman and she ain't a real black woman. We're going to take her car and we're going to take her voice. Think about that. Now, this is what I'm telling you. If I don't listen to hip hop and I say hip hop is not part of the black culture, it's a culture amongst itself. It could have been originated by Caribbeans and blacks. Yes. But it is not black culture. People will have all kind of smoke for me. I'm like, that doesn't you don't have to listen to hip hop to be part of black culture. Think of how much of a renegade statement that is. But people from the outside of black culture who want to ingratiate and participate in black culture, they'll even come in. If I say I don't listen to hip hop, they'll come in and say I'm not black. Isn't that crazy? What kind of what kind of what kind of shit is that? That's how you guys are herded in with this stuff. And what you could be doing is finding your way to get out of these things. Once you get out of one or two or three of these boxes, you will find out that you'll be able to think a little bit freer. Just get out of a couple of these boxes. But instead, it's comfortable to actually do what they expect you to do. Let's do what they expect you to do. Dress the same way, do the same things. And it really doesn't take much, much thinking. All it does is take a little bit of propaganda and programming. And then you do. Now, you look up to the people who actually are free thinking, just like a slave would look away for a runaway slave who actually achieved his own freedom. Wow, I was to be that. But you know you can't be that. Yeah, the low vibration, the hypnosis. You don't think these companies have studied this? You think it's just by circumstance this particular artist has gotten the push? And this artist has gotten no push? I saw this Latina woman. She was singing in the, um, she sung the national anthem at the Raiders game. She's not only beautiful, she could sing. And she sung at an octave that was very not typical, but it was good. And she was a little bit older. She wasn't young. And I was like, why isn't she famous? Why isn't she famous? She looked clean. Her booty wasn't out. Of course, she, she wore some nice things to accentuate her look. And she probably would say something like, I don't sleep my way to the top. Now, why isn't she famous? <laughs> okay. Now I look over here. I see Glorilla. I see that damn Krishan. I see Lizzo. I see Cardi B. I see Billie Eilish. I see all of these people. They're super famous. <laughs> why? Why, why? Why do you think that is? So anyway, you would actually have to ask yourself that to come to your own conclusion. And if you're a consumer of these particular people who are pretty much mostly modern trash, we can't even find any way to actually think they're somewhat talented. 
talent's not there. The message is not there. It's somewhat distractive. And no matter what you do, they're always going to be pushed in front of you. Like, I don't even listen. I don't even know who Blueface and Krishan is. But on Instagram, I keep seeing them. Why do I keep seeing these people? <laughs> are they trying to get me hooked? Are they trying to get me concerned about them? What are they trying to do? Distracted by them? I don't even follow these people and I keep seeing them. Think about these things that are somewhat powerful. So you guys got to break these conditionings, right? And I'll repeat them just so you don't know. And I can provide solutions for you. Cure your loneliness. Pay attention to drip, drip campaigns and marketing. They might push to you that you're lonely, depressed, sad. Are you really lonely, depressed, and sad? Okay, they are living in the past. We always get these messages of how we need to change the past. Male privilege. Well, you guys had male privilege. Now it's time for us and you guys take a back seat. I object to that. Absolutely not. I don't care what happened to women in the past. I don't want it to happen to Jews or Negroes or Indians or any of y'all. I live today and in the future. <laughs> I don't care. Who was in here spamming? Somebody was in here spamming. But uh, we don't, I don't care. And if you care, you can care, but you can stay broke, but I got dope to sell. You can do whatever you want. If you can stay broke and you wait, um, you're waiting for things to be rehabbed. Give me an example of these things being rehabbed. Give me an example of something correcting something and not affecting another group disproportionately okay the pendulum is swung now men are the victims out here women are reaping the benefits or rewards or what they believe to and they're ultimately walking down the death trap he says how, how do you break the beta cure your loneliness okay cure your loneliness and loneliness is going to walk you down all of the paths of making you a beta okay your belief that a woman is your answer. I believe a woman is a good person to have in your life if she can follow instructions. If she can't follow instructions and you cannot give her instructions or you don't lead off with instructions, essentially what you're going to do is you're going to corner yourself into a position where it's going to destroy you. It's going to be self-destructive. Cure your loneliness. If you're a beta, the first thing you need is to be able to get some hobbies and the sense of yourself and purpose, or get on a mission. And the mission should be greater than the woman. The woman should actually be able to complement the mission. The woman would never get in the way of the mission. She would never be jealous of the mission. Not only that, she would see her deficiencies, meaning she might be weak emotionally and you're strong at avoiding emotions. And if she brings emotion into your life, she knows it will destroy you. If she knows that about herself, she knows she would never allow those emotions to destroy your mission. You can't, if this woman allows an emotional situation to destroy your mission, she's a saboteur. She's self-destructive. Not only that, she's willing to hurt herself and hurt you in the process. I know people, many people that have used that. And it's reprehensible. That person does not want to win in life. Look, I'm going to win and you can win with me. Or you can watch me win, but it ain't going to be you watching me lose or helping me lose. 
It's just one of those things. And that will cure your beta. That's going to cure your beta. You got to cure your loneliness. You're never alone when you're winning. All right. When you're winning, when you're winning, a lot of people want to be a part of your life. And then you can select. You can build your clientele. One more thing. If you if you're operating a business the first time, the first few years where you're operating your business, you're going to try to give away your services. You're going to sell your services away at a discount. Thus, the type of clients you're going to get are subpar clientele. Now, you want to build your business on them to continue to get to the next level. But at some point, you want to start selecting the people you work for, the clients you wish to have. You want to target clients that you wish to have. But if you keep discounting yourself, if you keep offering services for free, you're never going to be able to select your clients. This is kind of how I built my fitness business. I was like, all right, I'll offer discounts. I'll give out my business card. I'll offer free sessions. And then by the time two and a half years went by, I would not even offer anybody a discount, even if they asked me, even if she lifted her skirt up. Nope. Because those are the worst clients to have. The worst clients to have are people who ask for discounts. People who ask for free. Those are going to be the first people that are on Yelp. They're going to be the first one on Facebook. They're going to be the first one that can file a lawsuit, a small claims um, a lawsuit against you. Well, I paid for 10 sessions and he only gave me eight and I canceled five. They're going to be the first one drag you into court over some bullshit. Same thing as the people who are offering discounts in relationship. You offer a discount, your ass is going to get ran over. There's no discounts. <laughs> you pay up. Remember, hand this to your human resources. Pay up. Okay, you don't want to pay? You don't want to put no skin in the game? Well, I don't want you as a client. And I don't want you as, in my personal life. When you come in here, you better offer me something. I better see something transactionally that I could benefit from. I'm not going to be the giver and you always be the receiver. I'm not going to beg for you to give me after you've been receiving. I'm not going to beg you. Okay, I've been giving you, baby. I've been giving you, giving you. Can you give me a little bit? No, you better offer it up on a silver platter. You better plan your day around giving me something. You better make sure I never have to open my mouth and I will make sure you never have to open your mouth. You will be receiving, but you guys settle for less. You guys give people discounts to be a part of your life. When you make sure they walk through the velvet rope of your life, I got a velvet rope surrounded around me like a VIP section in the nightclub. You ain't walking up in here. I don't care who you are without finding, figuring out what you're going to give me to get up in here. Now you guys might think, that a person like me shouldn't be thinking like this. Well, your ass going to be forever on the outside. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't care. That doesn't sway me, your opinion of me. But let's just get this straight. You're watching me. I sure ain't watching you. <laughs> you subscribe to me because you have to be. I ain't subscribed to you. Just remember that shit. You following me on Instagram. I ain't following you. So if you ever in your country ass mouth come out your mouth as to way to put me down at the level of you, just remember who's following who. But for the people who support me, that doesn't apply to you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's kind of how you have to go about life. But not everybody will get there.
Not everybody will get there. You will allow women to lead you and your mother to lead you. Guys, I will tell you, do not allow your mother to lead you. Do not allow women to lead you, whether positively or negatively. It's a recipe for disaster. People have known this to be the case for a long time. If a woman leads you and she succeeds, she's going to get rid of you. <laughs> if a woman leads you and she is not your mother and she does succeed, while leading you, you lost that woman. Mm. Apply that to your life. She ain't going to take your ass along for the joy ride. That's not how women work. You can hope and wish and we can and I could find it ain't going to happen. You might get lucky. One or two, you might be, you might get lucky, but it don't work like that. They don't work like that. They're not hardwired for that. So if you're thinking that possibly you can find a woman like that, you're out of your monkey mind. All right, you better get on your purpose and find a missing. And I wouldn't tell a woman who's doing that. If that was my mother or daughter, I would tell you, I would tell her she's an idiot. Or she's lonely or desperate or both. Cure your loneliness. <laughs> All right, look, enough about this. Holy sh! I went off on a tirade. All right. I forgot I had to do super chats. <laughs> I got somebody coming to my door here in a minute. Uh, got my dog trainer coming in. Okay. Yep. Okay. So let's get into it. Dwayne says you're not harsh, stern, practical, straight to the point. Indeed. Thank you, man. Nico says uh, men forget marriage, having kids. He says, if you play your cards, right. You may just owe child support and not alimony, retirement, pension, your house, and your heart all gone. Mm. Jack Vendetta, coach, why are you going in on intermittent fasting? He says, I'm losing all kinds of weight, crushing it at the gym. Shout out to my favorite African-American. I only said that because people use that as an excuse as to be as to why they're lazy and not eating in the morning. Shout out to Be Real Mahogany Brothers. It's okay to say no to peace leave sometimes. Self-respect is paramount to longevity. I always use that. If a person no calls, no shows me, she's blocked. And I'm not going to block her in the sense of I'm going to show her that I cared enough to block her. She just can't come back. All right. And thus, you need to say no. No excuse. Lifestyle. Rocky Cage. I'm depressed, coach, because I have been through a lot. He says, what's up, coach? He says, I have. Uh, I've been called an a-hole, but I'm the coolest a-hole ever. What you say about meds are a prime example of why I don't sympathize. Much love, brothers. Yep. Striker, based on studies, loneliness, low self-esteem, coupled with drugs and alcohol, lead XXs to seek casual sex. Men need to adapt. Check our priorities. Yep. So women who are depressed, they will typically do things of what I call, they will, um, they will be reckless with their body. All right, that's what I call it. If a person is, if a woman typically is alcoholic or on drugs, she smokes weed and she's depressed or sad or taking medication, She's reckless with her body, meaning she lets dudes go rosky, multiple back-to-back. -back. Mm. DG Seymour, thank you, brother, for being here. Cali, West Miami, if 40 acres and a mule was given, they would sell it to get a lump sum payment instead of working the land and making wealth. Slavery is a choice. How many people would know that? Yes. And then, and guys, your ancestors did that, by the way. Just letting you know, uh, most people think your ancestors got screwed. No, they got screwed over by contract. 
people came to them and said, okay, you got, you got this as a result, but we'll give you this. And they took the deal. They took the deal. And then you said the, the land was stolen from you. Well, technically, yeah, they kind of swindled you from it, but your ancestors took the deal. Y'all don't know that. Go look it up. Before you get mad, just look up the fact that your ancestors gave up a deal like that where they took a lump sum instead of going, I can live off the land and have generations of people living here. Some of your ancestors took that deal, period. Joe Jones says, well, military taught me what my strung out father couldn't. He says either it don't either is done or not done. No excuse, period. There's only two things. It got done or it didn't. Yep. He said oil on the land and everything. So before you act up and say what the government owed you, know that they probably gave it to your ancestors and your ancestors sold out. Or they got swindled out of it, period. All right, Derek Joyce says, Coach, if we pull our reparation checks, we can save the community. All right, no lifestyle. No excuse lifestyle says, what's up, Coach? He says, even if they do get reparations today, the community won't be better. Uh, that's why I continue to live. By my three commandments, self-respect, self-love, and self-preservation. Very hard conversation to have. And if you do support something like that, I get it. But I'm not in support of it as a, it's, it's a band-aid. DG Seymour says, we have to get up and go to work. It's so many opportunities to make 150K, 250K, and 400K plus. And I am a Cuban immigrant, I believe, or a Puerto Rican immigrant who has lived it. People don't realize that. The same mindset that got you from, from 10K to 50K is the same mindset that's going to get you from 50K to 150K. But you got to sacrifice. Most people want to get and not sacrifice anything. And typically women do that too. I'm not going to give up my job. I'm not going to give up my kids. I'm not going to give up my lifestyle. I'm not going to give up my friends. I'm not going to give up social media, but I need a man, a king, and I need him to do. No. First thing you're going to do is give up something to get anything that I give you, including this salami. What are you going to give up first? You got to give up something first. That's what you could because you're, you're going to benefit from me. Way that, what are you going to give up first? If she says nothing, it's a done deal. She ain't get, I ain't giving her shit. But this salami and bubble gum, you better give up something. And ladies, if you want a man and you're a single mother, give up custody of your kids to the father. I guarantee you, you'll get the man you want. You ain't going to do it. Watch, watch him shuffle. They ain't doing it. They don't want to sacrifice anything. And they want to give you the bare minimum. Shout out to Rational Rationalists. Coach, Juice Dog Trainer about to pet his hot dog. <laughs> All right, Ty says, look up who's the first legal slave owners was. Hey, Ty, we do not want that truth. We do not want that truth. We do have some people that definitely should be called to the carpet on slave ownership. But uh, that's a tough conversation. I'm going to get, I'm going to get Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. All right, hang tight. I got to get, oh, no, no, no. My dog trainer is coming in at one. Man, I'm way back. Shout out to no government name. He says, coach, regarding friends with benefit, my rule of thumb is to only solicit that warm embrace from Kaylee's that come from a good family. Their parents who would disown them if they popped up pregnant from some ninja kid. That is true, right? Except for old Kaylee's, but that's true. Kaylee's that keep brothers on the low are great. All right, and then shout out to Renee in the uh, let me see here, Renee in the building. He 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 or she dropped the bag. I'm red, baby. 
the Reading Rainbow Community dropping something from for the Junior College Fund. Shout out to you. All right. Reading Rainbows. We support when you support. He says you played a role in saving my life by understanding the women around me and myself, too. Thanks for being a positive masculine influence. Shout out to you. Thank you for dropping that bag. All right. And entertainment. Shout out to no government name CGA. This straggle and sniggle deletion story about those two kids broke me. I feel like people who can't maintain at least $10,000 in savings should not be allowed to clap cheeks or reproduce. Call it class warfare. I don't give a F. I know you're on your Thanos. You're on your Thanos. He says, you are not joking about XX is showing up late. I had one girl text me. I'm outside at two in the morning unannounced. I clapped the cheeks. I got no sleep. Then she stayed over nagging me about making her breakfast the next day, and it wasn't worth it. Mm. Women who show up late are showing you the ultimate sign of disrespect. Okay, ultimate sign of disrespect. There's no greater disrespect than to waste people's time. And ladies, if you show up late for dates and you're like, well, it's difficult being a woman. You don't deserve a man. You can't show up on time. You don't deserve a man at all. You deserve to get piped down viciously on the carousel. You deserve to get not a meal paid at all. If you show up to a date and there's meal on the table, you don't deserve a meal. It's barbecue in there. Shout out to Mr. Joey says, coach, I used to watch TV and follow what I saw. He says, uh, now I watch TV to learn what sells to blue pill masses. Yes, Joey. You guys got to change it up. You're a producer now. You're not a consumer. I actually find my me greatest messages. I'm like, okay, this is what blue pills follow. All right, we got a bunch of cash apps, how space will travel. Stop grifting, coach. Tell me how to get Kaylee's, all right, and run that game. Kaylee's is simple. I actually told you how to get them. It's very relatively simple for me to get them now. AIT, thanks for what you do. Thank you, man. Dame Digital, got to throw something in for this one. We was preaching hot. Mr. Moon, Joshua Moon, coach hitting the community with them facts. They don't want no facts. Everything's fairy tale, Guys, there's no utopia. There's no utopia. All right, anybody, anybody that will ever make you believe everything would be better and perfect if you're out of your mind because you never think of the deranged lunatic. Right? You never think of the next person. If I had time, I would tell you the bully for story. I would tell you the bully for story. You never think of the person watching out to make. There's no there's no utopia. Everything would be different if nah bullshit. All right, that's bullshit. We live too many years and there's been too many barbarians and too many threats to believe in that shit. This is the cure-all, end-all, be-all. Most of the time, it's a trap. All right, shout out to Vesto. He says, my channel teaches men how to hedge blue pills. Hedge blue pills. All right, that's kind of like the um, it's kind of like the mindset of um, short selling. Daniel, Dan <laughs> shout out to you. I really appreciate the motivation. All right, shout out to you on that one, PayPal. All right, speaking my mind, says CEA is here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and he's all out of bubble gum. All out. And, of course, I could be doing this on my own either. I don't know. This is inspiration. Yeah, there's always going to somebody to tear your shit up. All right, so anyway. Oh, boy. We got one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, shout out to, is this Newski? He says, BWs have to be the weakest link in the community. I don't really like pointing fingers, but hey, it is what it is. Well, guys, if you want the community to change, you got to get control of your women. 
and start with your mother and your grandmother and your daughters first. If you can't get control of them, forget it. Nothing's going to change. All right, shout out to Vans Coaches, 100% correct. With friends with benefits types of relationships, I was messing with an 18-year-old, and he's a young man, last year. And she told me that she told me the Jenny me had made her peace leave itch. So for the first time we met, we did it, Roski. I pounded it out. For over a year, I remember this one time I was about to roar, and she knew and wrapped her legs behind my back so I couldn't pull out. But it's going to be your fault, right? And she didn't even go to the bathroom afterwards. Everything Coach says is the truth. We allegedly, allegedly, I got her knocked up. One time, and Sky Daddy himself saved me from a miscarriage. All right, shout out to you. If you're a non-believer, I'm living proof he exists. I busted. <laughs> you got too many details in here. All right, what did you say here? We parted ways amicably. He says, I didn't go through any personal BS aside from knocking her up. Oh, boy. If I had my own place at that time and known fact, uh, okay, you wouldn't have knocked her up. Okay, there was a lot of detail in there. But you didn't have to get rid of the bait. Sky Daddy saved you. All right, we got four more. What a show, man. Good Lord. Thank you for the support and watching. Thank you for hitting the like button on the way out. We got our man Leonardo is in here. Just got warned with deletion by side pieces. Husband knew she had kids. Didn't know she had a husband for six years. I kept a healthy distance and involved involvement all this time. Thanks for the RP. It was very easy to cut things off, but I dread to think going in as a gump with the hope strategy from the beginning, stay vigilant and stay safe. Coach gang, who disagrees with this message today? Let yourself be known. Again, there's an open debate. Please have an audience already. Don't try to debate me and you have no audience. Please be someone with a name that is recognizable to come in and debate me on any of these things. Okay. And I'm going to tie your ass in a straight knot. Shout out to Jay Cool says, I have finally leveled up and chose to no longer be a consumer. In fact, as a minimalist, be a minimalist as, as I have bef become, I still have stuff that I want and need. That said, I am going to both the Jets and Dolphins game in Ox, uh, Orchard Park, New York. Even then, I got first-level tickets for what a third-level ticket would cost for both games since I only needed one seat, free agent for life. Yeah, that's the, that's the benefit. When you do things alone, guys, it's much cheaper. All right, way, way much cheaper. Do I got three more? We're almost at the end. Nope, that was Jay Cool. We got two more, guys, and then you guys are off on your own. Sorry, this went a little long. Man, we got, uh, we got, uh, let's see, two more. No government name. He says, nevertheless, is here. He says, I still do some normie dating, and the majority of women are desperate and give it off sad vibes. Yeah, I haven't normie dated in a minute. That doesn't mean to say I haven't been to restaurants and took girls out. But I never, I haven't normally dated in a while. I don't know if I can sit across from a normie woman and hear the bullshit gobbledygook lies come out of her mouth. Straight up lies, fabrication, lies of omission, hope. And of course, if I normally date, it's going to be women over age 35, which is depressing to me, right? Absolute depressing. I cannot sit across from them, honestly, and listen to their stuff. Yep, rambling, lying, gobbledygook. They just taking you over here, swinging left and right, distracting. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't go out with normies. 
word vomit, word salads, twisted word. I can't go out with them. Hope strategy. I'm like, ma'am, you getting way out of this amount of me, man. This is terrible. It's awful. But I do take out younger. I do take out young women. I take them out because most of the time I'm doing something that they haven't done before. So it's actually something that they're just, oh, wow, this is great. Oh, thank you, man. Nobody's ever. Newski says, people say, but I don't like, he says, people say why I don't like people waking me out of my sleep and my iPhone is usually on silent. I don't care. If somebody died, don't call me. <laughs> Unless somebody died, don't call me. Because if you call and tell me what I'm going to do to retrieve them, you don't even care if they did. He says, if you tell me, what am I going to do to revive them? Sorry, I messed all of that up. He said, uh, yeah, he's like, even if they dead, boy, you you hardcore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, normie dating is obsolete for me. It doesn't make any sense. And then the whole conversation about who's going to pay and what are you expecting from this? And I owe you something. That shit seems to me elementary. That's too much like that's like going back to fourth grade at this point. Oh, you actually were planning to sleep with me? I don't sleep with guys on the first date. Man, woman, you 35 years old. You 35 years You think I'm going to believe that bullshit? You out here single out here, been single for five years, celibate. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for paying. I had a good time. Then you out there serial dating, still on the app, collecting date. Oh, my God, please. I cannot normie date. I cannot normie date. These people are miserable human beings, and they think you are normie too by you being out there too. But anyway, enjoy your day, man. Enjoy your normie lifestyles and your normie dating and your expectations. And well, if I pay you, you play 50%. No, I take young women out. I've either violated them previously or they are, no, they won't get violated and degraded coming up. <laughs> Most of the time, they be like, oh, this is fantastic. Okay, let's go to the crib. Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang, and we'll be back for a short Monday show, possibly. We out of here. Peace.